What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's up, dude? Not much. Just uh, full into Texas Blue Dog Chupacabra Summer. All right. Also joined by Reinhardt von Krieger. What's up, man? Not much. Uh, you know, a few shows ago, Jack had mentioned that SpaceX was uh, possibly SpaceX to doubt. I'd like to point out tim osmond called it it's actually space sex <laughs> he did he did we'll get into that maybe in a little bit like spade sex hey, wait let me let me intru- speaking of jack the intern hi jack hi what's happening i got nothing clever tonight tonight <laughs> got him mm. all right my first official full week of work is over and I am a member of the employed uh, wage cucks again. And wagey, wagey, back in cagey. How's it feel? Yeah. Niggas, well, you know, those, look, it's, what do they call it? The uh, collapsitarian initiative, right? I don't know, what did somebody say yesterday in the chat? It was the collapsitarian something. But uh, yeah, basically, I need to get a bunch of cash together so I can finish, like, you know, in case I have to lock the gate and never open it again down at the end of the farm there, you know, the solar panels just don't buy themselves. I want solar panels anyway. Uh, me get you some hydroelectric power. If I had a large river, if, if a river ran through it, my neighborhood, you know, through my neighborhood, I would harness it, but I don't, I have a still spring, but that doesn't, you know, you can't, there's no hydroelectric power there. It just kind of sits there. So it's solar. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, dude, off grid is off grid, right? That is fair. But are we ever really truly off grid? I mean, there are birds even in the country. Yeah. And property taxes. So, <laughs> so yeah, you're never really free. Totally. Like, you know, even John Levi pays taxes on that little piece of land. BlackRock will never let you get away without paying something. Oh, dude, don't even get me started on them. <sighs> Did you guys see the collage? Blackpilled. Yeah. Did you guys see the collage of all the uh, the headlines talking about how Americans should just give up on home ownership and you know renting is really the way of the future and yeah, just you know pushing that. Live in the pod, eat the bugs. You'll own nothing and like it, goy. Just They've been t- working on that for a while, haven't they? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. They've been softening us up for it for a while, uh, you know, calling it the gig economy and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like, it, you know, just. Right. You don't actually work. You don't actually work for Uber. You're contracted to work through Uber. So you're a 1099 employee. Yeah. Yeah. It's your side hustle. Right. Which you end up having five of which where you're like, you're doing Uber, Lyft. Uh, Grubhub and DoorDash all at the same time. You know, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, it's, it's sad. You, you end up you end up having more sides than a Dungeons and Dragons dice. I'll allow it. Ooh. It was bad, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. On the spot, not bad, not bad. C minus, but no, yeah, that's all right. Anyway, hey, at least I didn't bring up that. Did that? 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 No. That, no. I do no. No. All right. So. Real quick, order of business. We got some mail. We got to come up with a, a, a drop or something for the mail. Spoopy mail. I don't know. It's not really a spoopy mail. We got a $50 donation f- from VDOT. 
and he sends us a, a handwritten letter. Love the handwritten letters, guys. It's it's awesome. Like we've gotten a couple in cursive. Uh, Keats has proven beyond you know that I ha- I have solved the captcha for the Italian race, and um, Italians are white. You're welcome. I can read cursive. All right. No, nobody. Uh, I mean, I love cursive. I, I like most Italians. No, it was in the chat, right? He he said that he wrote it in cursive as a test. If you know, if I could read it clearly, Italians are white. All right. Yes. His V dot's letter states, "All is well here. All is as it should be. The way this letter find okay. May this letter he his M's and W's look exactly the same." May this letter find all the best of health and spirit. Remember Matthew 24, 4. Watch that no one deceives you. People have taken the shot that they think there is a back to normal. They have no faith in Christ or their own self serving their lusts. All should see what is upon the United States and the world. We're over 19 months along, and this is one of the battles before the hill is taken. We can see you guys picked your side very well. As the days are short, how about a female voice in the program from time to time? Five zero enclosed four beverages. Thanks, your friend V dot. Right on. Buy a we have of... Jack. Right. <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna have to. I mean, dude. I've, I mean, I've seen your dirty fingernails, but like girls can pull that off too. We're gonna have to see a digit ratio or something. I thought I did post it. No, no. Who was it? Was it Base Mom that that did the collage? I don't like way if back. You want, Probably. If you want to see a digit ratio in dainty fingers, uh, look at some of the Admiral Bird pictures. Oh no, definitely. Reinhardt's hands are uh, <laughs> slight, to say the least. <laughs> He's got great guitar playing fingers, dude. There's nothing wrong with that. Play bass. All right, never mind. He's got a botanist's hands, dude. Well, you know, you know, right? The, it's the bass player. It's the bass, right? How many guitar players does it cha- take to change light bulb? Like 10, one to do it, nine to say they could do it better. How many bass players does it take to change the light bulb? Who cares? <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Fine, I'll just take all my future content and go. Which is not much. <laughs> wow. Kick my ball and go. All right. All right. All right. Uh, E-drama. No. Right. Listen, we have, we have 21. No. 38 minutes. We have 31 more minutes of shit posting to get through before we get to pissed off commenters point of no return. I'm kidding. And they can leave their pissed off comments on paranormies.com. <laughs> yes, we have been getting quite a few good comments on paranormies.com. Thank you for leaving comments on paranormies.com, which means people and you are can visiting do it for free right now, right. Uh, at least on paranormies.com. <laughs> right. Uh, the thing is, though, is um, that just means that the more commenters comment, that means we get more visitors to our site, which means we need to produce more stuff for the site. So I actually think that we uh, should start putting more of the visual stuff, like uh, links to the YouTubes that we that we I think people would like that, like the YouTubes that we use for prep or bit shoot videos or whatever. Um, besides the pictures, I did not put the picture up last week that I said I was going to. But I figured that since Dogbot painstakingly described it for two and a half minutes, we didn't need to put it in the show notes. So, Sauron's eye? No, no, the photograph that you were describing. Oh, yes, yeah. I was like, I was like, there's not actually a photograph of that. No, no, no. There's not. Thank God. All right. Um, 
but yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to put more stuff up on paranormies.com where you can leave comments on the episodes that you listen to. Also, I will be, and I promise, and I've been saying this for a long time, I promise to put seasons one and two up on the website as well. And by the way, only at paranormies.com and on our Telegram can you listen to the new Around the Campfire that was just released. Uh, Jack and Reinhardt did that with, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, v. V. There you go. Yeah. I thought sure. so. I didn't want to say it because I didn't remember if it was V or Z or G or something, but I knew it was one letter. Yes. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. And we've got more coming. Actually, uh, Jack and I found an email that came in not too long ago that had an interesting story with it, an interesting former cult story. So definitely going to have to have to get on with that gentleman and you know who's see got what a, we can do. You know who's got a ton of cult stories? Our buddy Towns Van Plants. Ooh. He's like former every cult you can think of. Pretty sure. Pretty sure he escaped from Jim Jones. Not really, but he's not that old. But yeah, he, what the hell did I just drop? Oh my God, things are falling out of my pockets. Um, yeah, he's he back in the day was apparently um, brainwashed into a few cults, and he's no longer. But he's um, he's a good dude. You know Towns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, DB. You know Towns. Brainwashed right? into a few cults, man. Yeah. I feel like your mind, like the fracturing of your mind at that point, would just be unbearable. Right. Well, I mean, you, you've read some of the uh, some of the people who've come out of cults or from like MK Ultra programming and whatever, and uh, their stories and how crazy that stuff is. Oh yeah, especially the ones that came out like they were uh, they were taken in as kids and experimented on, and now like they're older. Um, God, some of their experiences are just absolutely ridiculous, and the damage done. But a lot of people have healed from it too, which is incredible in and of itself. Yeah, well, aren't they almost always taken in as kids, or at least try to? Yeah, it's easy. I mean, it's easier to uh, to do what you're trying to to fracture a psyche that is not completely built up yet. You know, it's a lot easier to deal with like a seven year old kid than it is with a thirty year old guy. Well, isn't you know, that what? Well, it just years. it just depends. It just depends on how desperate the thirty year old guy is. Uh, the reason a lot of people in the seventies fell into a lot of different cults was there was a lot of people who industrial society had just managed to completely break down and fracture True. and they, they were seeking they, out of desperation they were seeking some kind of belonging some kind of uh, acceptance and there was plenty of different kinds of cults that just seemed to be popping up everywhere that were just drawing people in and they had all the answers and uh, the techniques were being refined on psychologically <clears throat> breaking these people down and building them back up again you know, and now, now, now we just now we just have Discord servers that are doing it to kids and convincing them to fillet their dicks by the time they're fifteen. Yeah, Discord and Reddit. I think they kind of go with each other. Well, yeah, but uh, now, no, the internet has really, really taken the place of uh, has taken over the the need that those cults filled back in the seventies, sixties, seventies, eighties, and it's so much easier. Because everybody has access to it. You know, kids are seeing porn now at like seven years old. They can see a lot more at seven years old than just that. Um, right. You know, they're being groomed to flay their dicks and all of this. It's just so much easier for them to corrupt and hit millions of people in one spot. 
it's it's insane. Oh yeah, yeah, with the internet, which is based in Switzerland. Hmm. hmm. It's not the only thing, though. Well, no, it's so CERN. No, that's where. Weirdly enough, isn't that where the internet came from? Switzerland. I want to say. I like. I want to say that like that's what also what CERN does. Maybe. Where's the World Wide Jack, Web headquarters? It was the birth of the World Wide Web, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, yeah. look up when, uh, when and where Al Gore invented the internet. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to say it wasn't, on his, it wasn't on his property in Tennessee, that's for sure. Well, it was actually a guy, um, oh, what was his name? Tim something. Uh, Jack, definitely look it up. It, it was a British <laughs> guy, I think, who was working at CERN, but I could be wrong. Tiny Tim. Hmm. That's a British guy That's for what sure. His friends called him. He's definitely a British guy. But anyways, yes. yes. At CERN, which is in Switzerland, home of our favorite people. Yes. The eternal Swiss. Oh my god. Um what did we we talked about Switzerland on the Nationalist Enquirer a little while back, just well recently. And um there's just so much crazy stuff going on there that we had to give it another Another go. Literally, every international organization is headquartered in Switzerland. Amazingly enough. And that's, you know, guys, that's just because, um, it's just because, you know, the tax purposes, right? It's because the, you know, it's like, uh, and that's it. Or is it because it's a completely neutral country and, you know, they, they can never get attacked. And so that's like a safe place, Right. To put your headquarters. Well, yeah, and they don't, they aren't beholden to any sort of, um, any sort of like international oversight, no, no, uh, well, governing bodies. Well, I mean, there is a governing body that resides there. I mean, the, the UN is headquartered in Geneva. Right. But it's more of the governing body for thee, but not for me. Mm. Um, when did they sign on? Are they part of the EU? They are part of the EU, aren't they? Yes. I think they were like one of the last ones to sign on to it, though. Uh, they were also one of the... I think they're I think they're in the EU with uh, different kinds of restrictions, though. Like, mm. they're they not, not just... member state, yep. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not... Right, so they're, they're not, not beholden. beholden. Yeah, they're not right. beholden to the edicts of the EU. Exactly, exactly. Right. So just just coincidentally that happens. It's, well, it's because of their neutrality. They're permanently neutral state, right? So there won't have to be a a Swiss exit. A sw- a, it doesn't a, work very well. A swagzit? Like Brexit. Swagzit. Yeah, swagzit. I mean, a swagzit. God, that just rolls off the tongue real poorly, doesn't it? Swagzit. Swagzit. Sounds like something Tariq Nasheed would say. That you know. I don't know. It's something Tariq Nasheed would say when he was probably when he was K Flex. But after after they broke Stop. my bussy, I I had to swag it to the bathroom. <laughs> right. That's your one gross comment for the That's night. That's the one. There you go. You got your one. That's um, not also, a real verb. <laughs> no. Also one, it's not. one thing. Switzerland, um, and we'll be getting into it later, I know, in the last half of the show. Switzerland was one of the later signers of the Antarctic Treaty. They didn't sign it until 1990. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. They just could have been violating it the whole time and nobody knew. 
yeah, they could have been doing whatever they wanted down there. Well, I mean, were. I don't know. They would have had to get past the the flotilla of military boats, ships. Okay. Yeah, but if you're if you're the neutral party, and well, no, we'll do, we'll do that later. Yeah, we may go to Antarctica tonight. So right now we're in Switzerland. Yes, home of the CIA. Well, well, yeah, we did that, right? I asked, you know, where the headquarters of the CIA is, right? I've been asking people this all the time. I love this. This is one of my new favorite games. It's like when you when you know people know like a fake answer, like like what they know is not true. You ask them, knowing that you know the correct answer, then you correct them, and they go, "No way, yeah." The headquarters of the CIA is not in Langley, Virginia. It is in Switzerland. Isn't that weird? Just a little bit, yeah. maybe. A little bit, you know. Well, it is the Central Intelligence Agency, and uh, it's pretty central, isn't it? Central to Europe, anyway. It seems to be uh, right smack in the middle of Europe. <laughs> right. Where's that? Wasn't there, wasn't there an article? We had an article about the thing about the CIA, right? Where did it go? International organizations, 500 Fortune. Do, there's how many? Yeah, 15 Fortune 500 companies headquartered in Switzerland. 15 of them. Right. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, I mean, hasn't Switzerland always been the lib- libtard uh, movie and TV show boogeyman for having Swiss bank accounts? Right. That's where you go to yeah, hide your money. Right. That's where you got to hide your money from the rest of the world and 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 dodge all your tax obligations with your Jason Swiss. Bourne hit all of his secret agent stuff. Oh yeah. Jason Bourne. <laughs> that FTM. Well, that was, well, both of them were, wasn't Jeremy oh, Renner one right. of them too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Jeremy Renner, maybe more so. <laughs> how can you be more of an FTM than another FTM? I, mean, I don't know how you can be. I can't pull over I think, any further. I think easier to spot. Easier. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let me just read this article. There's uh, 10 reasons why Switzerland is home to the CIA. Let's just go ahead and read this. This is dated uh, 2015, March 31st. Located in Central Europe, Switzerland is home to the one and only Central Intelligence Agency. The CIA, known locally in Switzerland as the Federal Intelligence Service, the FIS, operates under the alias Holy See, S-E-E-I-E, the Holy See, capital C, which was evidently founded 40 years after the Confederantes Helvetica, i.e. Switzerland, circa 755 years ago. By employing deductive reasoning, it can be deduced that Switzerland is in fact home to the CIA. The first step in this process is to follow the money, which leads directly to the Bank of International Settlements in Basel, Switzerland, an organization which secretly funds the CIA's nefarious activities. Hmm. Switzerland is unique from every other country on earth, something expected from the nation which harbors the CIA, because Switzerland is ultimately responsible for engineering the incessant assassinations, terror attacks, and wars around the earth, not the globe. It is naturally free of such mayhem. Never had a terrorist attack in Switzerland. There's never been any sort of uh, assassination. Obviously, uh, there's never been a shot fired in anger on Swiss soil. So in other words, Switzerland is the eye of the storm, free of financial crises, 
free of state-sponsored terrorism, and free of war for over 500 years. After all, terrorists in the CIA do need a sanctuary, a place of peace and safety where they can return to after executing black operations around the world. I thought it said after executing black people around the world, and I was be like, well, the CIA isn't all that bad then. But, you know, I digress. WTF, I love the CIA now. Right. Said terrorists also need a place where they can avoid prosecution. Jesus, what is wrong with me? Oh, I've been working. I'm tired. Said terrorists also need a place where they can avoid prosecution, hence Switzerland's permanently neutral position within the international community. This is why the bankers, pirates, and terrorists, formerly known as the Knights Templar and the Order of St. John, originally fled to the Alps, founding what is known today as Switzerland. Because the CIA is command and control of each country's respective intelligence agencies and military, they are responsible for orchestrating virtually all of the assassinations, terror attacks, and wars. This is where the concept of the Swiss army knife originally came from, for Switzerland has every political and military option at their respective disposal. Huh. Although Switzerland is noted for its Swiss mercenaries, who are strategically placed by the CIA in foreign armies, courts, governments, in order to conduct assassinations and espionage, 99% of Swiss citizens have absolutely no idea that their country is in fact home to the CIA. And here are the 10 reasons. Number one, Switzerland is located directly in the center of Europe. That's not the most compelling reason. Switzerland is the only neutral nation on earth. That's pretty compelling. Switzerland is the only sovereign nation on earth. Hmm. Wait, I thought so was Vatican City. Um... Vatican City. So Switzerland is the only sovereign nation. Yeah, it's a uh, city Vatican state. City it's different. A, it's a city state. Right. Within Rome, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely different. Okay, so I don't I don't I don't mean to go off track, but do, don't they have the same flag? But it's it's like the colors are inverted, and mm-hmm. they're the only two uh, nation well nation states or whatever that have square flags. They're the only two that have square flags, but the flag of Vatican City is very different. It's yellow and white, got the two keys. Oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking of, here. yeah, um, which, which flag is, no, it's the red cross that you're thinking of, DB. Oh, okay. It's the Templar cross. Yeah, it's the Templar cross. That's the red cross, yeah. Or the mark of Cain, as some people believe. Right. Okay. Keep it Saturn. Right. The North Pole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to that, too. Uh, where was I? Number four. Switzerland is home to Onyx Interception System. The Onyx Interception System is a Swiss intelligence gathering system maintained by Federal Intelligence Service. The cost of the systems are not public, but the amount of 100 million Swiss francs has been mentioned several times. I don't know what that means. Um... Onyx system was launched in 2000, originally under the name Satos 3. The Satos 1 and 2 systems were started in 1992, in particular to intercept taxes. So the purpose of this system is to monitor both civil and military communications, such as telephone, fax, or internet traffic carried by satellite. Onyx uses lists of keywords to filter the intercepted content for information of interest and the choice of keywords by the intelligence community must be approved by an independent commission. The CIA. 
A system is not supposed to monitor internal communications, but how, but the monitoring of a communication between a person in Switzerland and someone in another country is allowed. The Swiss Federal Council has indicated that Onyx is not linked to other foreign systems such as Echelon, according to the council. The confusion and rumors about this issue are due to the sale by Swisscom to Veristar, now SES Americom, these are probably all Israeli companies, <laughs> of the ground satellite communication station of Luke next to the Onyx site in 2000. The use of the system is controlled by an independent control authority composed of members of the federal administration. Jesus. So they work together, but they don't work together. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sounds right. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, wait, I may have just missed something. I was, I had to take a phone call. Um, did you say the only three locations they admit within Switzerland of this place are at Heimenschwand, Luke, and Zimmerwald? That's it. Despite it being a freaking global system. Right. They only admit three locations. Right, right, right. Hmm, gee, I wonder if there's one in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv. I would not put it past them. And of course, with a branch in Langley. Right. <laughs> um, number five, Switzerland is home to Holy See, i.e. the Holy CIA. The Holy See is Latin uh, Sanctus Cities. Uh, which is the See of Rome, S-E-E of Rome, is the jurisdiction of the Bishop of Rome, known as the Pope, which includes the Apostolic Episcopal See of the Diocese of Rome with the universal ecclesiastical jurisdiction of the worldwide Catholic Church as well as sovereign entity of the international law governing Vatican City. So, wait a minute. Switzerland is home to the Holy See of the Vatican. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting how the only sovereign city-state and the only sovereign nation on earth have such close ties. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Federal and occultic. <laughs> yeah, nothing going on. Nothing going on in Switzerland, though. You know, just uh, people, you know, just the eternal Swiss, right? All right. Switzerland, number six, Switzerland is home to the Bank of International Settlements, which is basically the head of all the Federal Reserve type central banks. Every bank, um, the, um, the World Bank, you know, is beholden to the BIS. It's an international financial institution owned by central banks yeah, that fosters international monetary and financial cooperation and services as a bank for central banks. So... It hosts international groups who are pursuing global financial stability and facilitating their interaction. So basically, they're a central bank broker. So basically, where our our central bank gets all of its fake money is from here. Well, right. I they mean, get, the, they, fe the Federal Reserve is intricately woven into the Swiss system. Right. Like it's, it, I mean, it, right through the it, but through the Bank of International Settlements. Yeah. Right. Mm. And then, the, and then, the, you know, like the International uh, Monetary Fund mm -hmm. and all, all that stuff, all that stuff branches from this one place. Right. It goes, yeah. The Bank of International Settlements is the top of the pyramid. 
Then you've got this one place that after two world wars going on around it only managed to have a hundred casualties. Like I said, nary a shot fired in anger on Swiss soil. And yet they have one of the largest standing armies in the world. I think it's something over 400,000. Well, what's their population? What's their male population? Technically, that's what it is. Right. Every, uh, every adult is encouraged to uh, own a firearm and be trained in it. Well, they are issued an M16. Yeah. An oh, they're M16. issued yes. the M16. Yes. I, I wasn't sure about that. Well, that's the, I mean, that's the, um, the what do you call it, the urban legend. That you know that that the Swiss get M16s when they turn 18 or something, but everybody has one in Switzerland. That's why there's no crime. There's no crime in Switzerland because Switzerland isn't really a country. Switzerland well, it's, it's a good is thing the, they don't have AR-15s. Otherwise, they would have weapons of war. Well, yes, thank God. An absolute meat grinder. It's a good thing they only have the fully automatic, you know, M16s and not the death machines that the AR-15s are. With their you know, even the really scary looking AR 15s, right? With, with all the, the stuff on it, with all the stuff and all the shooty pointy stuff that goes into the clip, you know, duct tape, duct taped, uh, reverse banana magazines, you know, the laser sight, everything, right? You put the, the thing, the shooty, you point the shooty end of the, the, the bangy thing with the, the thing you pull with your finger, the, the, um, the, the bullet button, you know, yeah. aren't we that bump stock? Aren't we f- extra tactical right now? No, I just like I just like saying things that gun people freak out about, like when you call a magazine a clip, like trigger discipline. They'd love that. Yeah. Oh, here's here's one thing that Jack put in chat about the Swiss military. Um, the reform Army Twenty One replaced the previous model Army Ninety Five and was adopted by popular vote in two thousand three, reducing manpower from four hundred thousand to about two hundred thousand, with one hundred twenty thousand receiving periodic military training and eighty thousand reservists who have completed their total military training requirements. A further reform in twenty eighteen heralded the reduction of manpower forces to one hundred thousand members. So they have lowered their standing army, but still. Yeah, it's it's still a good percentage of their population. Plus, you know, all the males do have the guns. So, right, right. So now on to numero. Where were we at? We were at the Bank of International Settlements. Yeah, they're the they're the pyramid at the top of the or the eye at the top of the pyramid of all the central banking system that basically um, runs runs the financial system of the world. Yeah, two of these next ones, it's number seven and number nine. It, I just kind of skimmed through a little bit, but we can read them. Yeah, names for Switzerland equate to CIA and SS. Hmm. Jewish Dematria and uh, Roman numerology. Yep. Let me see what the SS thing is. Where's SS? Oh, yeah, there it is. I don't know. I mean... You can kind of retcon ge- uh, ge- geometry. You can retcon gematria into a lot of things. You know, you can kind of right. see what you want with gematria, sort of. Yeah, yeah, when I when I was going through this article and I saw the gematria section, my eyes glazed over for a second, and then I well, scrolled past it. Right, but now, now, is that the intended effect of that? So, 
kind of how like we roll our eyes when somebody starts talking about astrology or when somebody mentions like Santa Claus, you know? I was like, yeah, whatever. It's just, uh, well, we've been I mean, programmed. It's, it's, it's just a good thing neither of you two are dating right now because there are a lot of women out there that think astrology and tarot cards equates a personality. I, I know that. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I know that. Plenty. Yeah. Oof. I've, Oof. When, I was, when I was dating, I knew the astrology trick. Yeah. All right. Number yeah, eight. Go to, go to metal shows in the, the mid-2010s and hoof. <laughs> yeah. Number Everywhere. eight. Swiss National Day is the same date as the anniversary of the Temple of Spies. What the hell is the Temple of Spies? Uh, it's actually Spes or... Oh, Spes? Spies. It's about Spies. S-P-E-S. Okay. Um, Never mind. Yeah, it was a goddess of hope in Roman mythology. Uh, so basically, the Greeks and the Romans would sacrifice to her, and they would find out about potential threats and invasions. Uh, basically, it was like a like fortune-telling, essentially, or reading the future, scrying, as some oh, people like to say. So scrying. So doing um, occult practices, basically. Yes. Hmm. And, you know, the CIA has been known to dabble in, in the occult, such as MKUltra is definitely, mind control is definitely an occult practice. Um, brainwashing is definitely a cult practice, but also they were into, uh, remote viewing and, oh, what else? Remote viewing and some of the, uh, astral projection and stuff. But then there's the people like, oh, they just take money to research any old stupid thing. I don't believe that. Not anymore. Anyway, Switzerland is intimately tied to dictators. Hitler, Mussolini, Jong-un, etc. Apparently, Kim Jong-un went to school in Switzerland. Um, Mussolini went to school in Switzerland. There's like a prep school that all these people... I don't know about the Hitler connection, but I do know that Kim Jong-un and Benito Mussolini both went to a school in Switzerland, which is very interesting. So is that like the school for Jewish it's, villains? Yeah, it's the school for Jewish villains. Yeah, that makes actually, that makes sense. Oh, God, the picture on the left-hand side of the screen, the Obama with the Hitler mustache, the Obama-Hitler mashup. Love oh, it. I know. That's uh, great. Man, that's, that's freaking that's, great. That's, that's one of the best. Okay. I mean, it's almost oh. as good as the one of him at the, uh, the event wearing the mask. Yes. You know, yeah. where oh, he yeah. looked like an extra out of the movie Labyrinth. Yeah, but that's actually him. This picture is a mashup. Yeah. If you scroll farther down past the text of the article, there's one that's uh, Bin Laden's Revenge, and it shows it's, it's got no, it's not Bin Laden. Operation Nuclear Coup, and it's got I think it's the, supposed to be the president of I don't know what Islamic country, but his face is on a cobra and he's surrounded by like nuclear blasts. Oh, <laughs> that's a esoteric boomer artwork. Right that is there. yeah, that's like some really crappy. Nationalist Inquirer art right there. Like, no, not even. That's that's just that's like a boomer t-shirt art right there. That I was really like, is. I was like, wait, we've only used two things of art for the Nationalist. That's Inquirer. why I said it's like a bad one. We, we don't have a bad. I'm gonna one. have to raid this for the next Nationalist Inquirer cover. <laughs> All right, so they um, and then okay, so number ten, Switzerland was originally founded by the Knights Templar in the Order of Saint John. Now scrolling through the, down to the article, so number one, CIA is located in Central Europe. 
It's imperative to note that the notorious CIA of the United States provides the necessary political cover for black operations orchestrated by the CIA in Switzerland. In other words, America takes the blame for what Switzerland is ultimately responsible for, although there is a CIA headquarters located in Langley, Virginia. It's just the local headquarters. Like I said, it's just the branch there. In order to sell the world on the notion that CIA is American in nature, the words CIA headquarters are always followed by Langley, Virginia, in virtually all Hollywood movies and television shows. However, Langley, Virginia is not located in central Virginia, nor is the state of Virginia centrally located within the United States. Switzerland, on the other hand, is located in central Europe, hence the name Central Intelligence Agency. The term central is defined in part by Merriam-Webster as being in the middle of something or located in the center of a thing or place. Definitions of which are indicative of Switzerland, not Langley, Virginia. The term central is also defined in part as, excuse me, <clears throat> as controlling all other parts and having power over the other parts. For the CIA in Switzerland is ultimately in command and control of all 205 countries and territories of the underworld. Although said countries and territories have different flags, languages, and races, they all operate at the behest of the CIA in Switzerland. So basically... Is your headquarters the New World Order? And I mean, it's centrally located. Mm -hmm. It is an Axis Mundi of sorts. Absolutely. Yes. That's another word we're going to get to later. All right. So Switzerland being the only neutral nation on Earth. It's only permanently neutral country on Earth. Neutrality is defined as part, in part as a sovereign state which officially declares itself to be neutral towards the belligerents. However, if an allegedly sovereign state funds said belligerents, it is not neutral. Although Switzerland has been neutral since the end of its expansion in 1515, the Congress of Vienna fully reestablished Swiss independence in 1815, making Swiss neutrality permanently recognized. Consequently, Switzerland has remained free of terror attacks and war for over 500 years. By remaining neutral, Switzerland can be intimately involved in the day-to-day -day businesses of every country on earth while publicly appearing to be neutral. Switzerland is also the only neutral country which actively engages in armed neutrality, which is isn't that kind of like an oxymoron, armed neutrality. It's, it's basically like being quiet, but having a really big stick. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds so bureaucratic to right. me. Oh, right. it is. Yeah. That's like, exactly it's, it like, is. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're just engaging in a little bit of smart power, right. a little bit of armed neutrality. Right. We're so leading from behind here. <laughs> <laughs> It's saying, I'm not going to fight using this club while I stab you in the back with my knife. Right. Okay. Consequently, the Swiss Armed Forces has roughly 200 to 400,000 active duty soldiers. We already corrected that. One of the largest standing armies in the world. The armed neutrality of Switzerland only makes sense when it's understood that Switzerland is home to the CIA. In the event that Switzerland's political cover is blown and they are fingered as the progenitor of assassinations. Hmm. Terror attacks and wars, its massive military will be able to defend itself against an attack or potential invasion. Now, if all 205 countries are in cahoots in, on this, who would be attacking Switzerland? I mean, that's kind of rhetorical. All right. The only sovereign nation on Earth, it is one of two sovereign entities on Earth. The notion is confirmed by the flag of Switzerland, one of only two square sovereign state flags. The other is, ding, 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 the flag of Vatican City, a city-state within Rome, which is coincidentally protected by the Swiss Guard. The flags of all other countries, flag of Russia, flag of the United States, blah, 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 are rectangular in shape. The flags of Switzerland and Vatican City are geomet 
geometrically square, for they represent the only two sovereign states on earth. The term sovereignty is defined as a state or governing body that has the full right and power to govern itself without any interference from any outside source or bodies. In political theory, sovereignty is substantive term defining supreme authority over some polity. In other words, Switzerland is the only country in the world, aside from Vatican City, which is in control of its own destiny. Consequently, the other 204 countries and territories of the underworld are not sovereign, meaning that another country, i.e. Switzerland, is ultimately responsible for its fate. Now, the Onyx Intercept System was number four. Um, I mean, look at that picture. Yeah, they no. literally monitor every... Every, every telephone call, every bit of civil and military communications around the world on telephone, right. fax, say, internet, oh, no, or whatever. Yeah. Although they're similar to Echelon, we don't work with them. We don't work with any of these other systems or anything. BS. Right. They all work together. Right. But dude, if they were a truly neutral country, why would they need this? Why would, why would the Onyx interception system... You know, it's operated by the FIS, the Federal Intelligence Service, which is also the CIA, the official name for the CIA. Uh, why would a neutral country need this? Right? Just so they can tell, you know, when somebody's going to invade them before it actually happens, because Switzerland gets invaded and embroiled in wars all the time. Of hmm. course. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Okay, so... It's highly likely that Onyx is used as a secure, encrypted means of communication between CIA headquarters in Switzerland and its respective offices and detention facilities, i.e. black sites around the world. And we all know that the CIA has plenty of those. Despite the fact that the Onyx is a realm-wide system, the only admitted locations within Switzerland are found at Helmschenwand, Luke, and Zimmerwald. Though the CIA still employs thousands of secret agents around the world, a majority of their espionage is conducted electronically via state-of-the-art technologies, e.g. cell phones, drones, GPS, satellite, internet, watches, etc., which are all likely linked to and monitored by Onyx. Well, that's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Just this totally, hey. totally neutral country monitoring literally everything you think, say, or do. Do you remember that terrible uh, rap act named onyx they had that one hit slam let the boys be boys yeah and then biohazard like got in like that wannabe pantera band got in on like oh, they were I trying to do, like the rap rock yeah stuff with it i remember that yeah. yeah 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 johnny i just put something in the skype chat i think you'll want to see it's from the same website man that's great godzilla returns not that oh i was from jack it's 10 reasons why Switzerland was the first Jewish state and why I will be assassinated or arrested for saying so. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Let me let's Turtle just boomer. Yeah, Jesus. OK, so the Holy See, the Holy CIA is the official name of the Central Intelligence Agency, a term evidently derived from Confederatoris Helvetica. An original name for Switzerland, although the Holy See is allegedly located in Italy, its name suggests otherwise. Consonantly speaking, the term holy, H plus L, was evidently derived from hell, the H plus L, as in Helvetica, while the term C, i.e. the letter C, is an apparent acronym for confederationists. Hmm. Founded roughly 40 years after the establishment of Switzerland in 1300 AD, the Holy See is touted as the ecclesiastical jurisdiction of the Roman Catholic Church. So, 
the central reference point for the Catholic Church is in Switzerland. That's and not not Vatican City. Not Vatican City, right? Diplomatically speaking, the Holy See acts and speaks for the whole Catholic Church. In other words, the Holy See is the highest form of government within the Catholic Church, just as the CIA is the highest form of government in the world. Similar yeah, so there you- to Switzerland, the Holy See is viewed as a sovereign state having a centralized government entitled the Roman Curia. Coincidentally, the Federal Police Palace of Switzerland in the Swiss capital of Bern is entitled Curia Confederalis Helvetica, further suggesting that Switzerland and the Holy See are in fact one and the same entity. The term C-S-E-E found within the Holy See was derived from the Latin word seeds, meaning seat, a reference to the Episcopal throne, cathedra of the Catholic Church, cathodra. Anyways, uh, in other words, the Holy See is the holy seat or holy throne of the Greco-Roman Empire in the underworld, and this building is clearly... Ancient Aryan, Aryan Indo-European Tartarian architecture. I know, yes. isn't that isn't that great? Right. It's amazing when things just match up. Yeah, yeah, weird, huh? Okay, so the Bank of International Settlements is the financial backbone of the CIA. Obviously, um, admittedly, the world's oldest international financial organization, the BIS, runs sixty central banks, which collectively make up ninety-five percent of the world's GDP. Although the BIS bills itself as an international organization of central banks, which attempts to foster international cooperation in those areas and act as a bank for central banks, it is solely responsible for orchestrating the world's financial crises simply due to the fact alone that, that it alone has the power to create money. In other words, the Bank of International Settlements is responsible for creating and distributing the world's fiat money, which in turn is used to fund the world's respective governments, intelligence agencies, and militaries, as well as all the assassinations, terror attacks, and wars they engage at the behest of the CIA. As the financial wing of the Central Intelligence Agency, the BIS is fiscally responsible for funding virtually all of the chaos and madness seen in the world today. Now, that all being said, uh, you know how Matt from QOC talks about the supercomputer that controls you know, the financial system? CERN. Yes. I mean, wouldn't that be CERN? It probably could be housed as CERN. Probably, yeah. All this it's shit. not just the Hadron Collider tunnel. Dude, the Hadron Collider is is fake and gay. They, they're not colliding particles, okay? They're not trying to no, smash atoms together. Implying atoms exist, but anyways. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, dude, at this point, at this point. Do atoms actually well, I exist? I think what they're doing is not so much smashing particles or atoms together. What they're doing is ancient magic that we or they like to put out as just, it's just science. Right? It's Nigga, things that I know that this. That's that what I'm know. saying. They're not smashing atoms because that's not what you do there. That's not what they're doing. That's just what they say they're doing. You know, NASA doesn't go to space, but they say they are. Right. Right. Okay, so the names for Switzerland, are we going to skip that one? The the SS and the CIA thing? Yeah, I think we've read pretty much everything else, or did we not read the last point? On well, the Switzerland is home to the World Jewish Congress. An international federation of Jewish communities and organizations, which is curiously never mentioned as an active political body. Whether the World Jewish Congress is part of the CIA is not known, but it's highly likely considering the secretive nature of it, the group. One of the original names for Switzerland is Suisse, S-U-I-S-S-E, its current name in French. Consonantly speaking, the term Suisse, S plus S, equates to SS or CC, pronounced CC. 
Letter C routinely doubles the letter S in language. Language. All right, here we go with these with the Nazi stuff. I mean. Oh, do you want to know one more thing that Switzerland is home to? Okay. The Society of Jesus. Anybody know what that what what the colloquial name is? The Jesuits. Yes. 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 I'm pulling from the other article if you want to jump over to it, but yeah. Nope. Home of the Jesuits. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so Hitler okay, no, Hitler Pope. Here's Hitler's connection to Switzerland. He ah. had Switzerland completely surrounded at one point in the war. Never attacked or invaded. Hmm. That was nice of him. Yep. Yep. I was very considerate. Mm-hmm. So he just didn't Mussolini. want to take out well-meaning white folk, I guess. Right, right. I mean, they were no threat with their, you know, probably 100,000 strong standing army. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Also, you know, at the time, like, you know, uh, the spoils of war. You know, you invade a country, you raid their banks, you take all their stuff, right? That's what we do. Um, Switzerland is literally the richest country on Earth. You know? It's amazing. And nobody's ever raped and pillaged them. Sorry, Reinhardt. Go ahead. It's the the largest concentration of wealth in the world. You've got total neutrality. Nobody's ever going to attack it. Nobody invades it. You don't even have shootings there. There's no migrant stuff that we see like we do in Germany or France, although Mm -hmm. I'm sure migrants are there and, you know, screwing things up a little bit. Right. Otherwise, it seems pretty peaceful. Totally. Totally peaceful. Yeah. Because they're neutral. I, I actually haven't heard anything about the migrant crisis affecting Switzerland at all. There's you too many see mountains. Every single other European country, but I really just can't recall off the top of my head uh, Somali gangs throwing grenades at each other in the suburbs of fucking Bern. Switzerland. Yeah, the suburbs yeah. of Bern. Yeah, no, I know it doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Um, real quick. So the connection with uh, Mussolini and Kim Jong Un. It was um it was they both had handlers from Switzerland and Kim Jong un and Mussolini both yeah they they so, supposedly attended a so called private school, which most likely uh was just a grooming program for you know dictators <laughs> to be again Jewish villains mm-hmm exactly, so let's check out this ten reasons why Switzerland was the first Jewish state. This one is pretty good. I can't believe I didn't see this earlier. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, this is... Pre- here we go. I'm prep on the go. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. We'll do it live. All right. So, uh, although the apartheid state of Israel has been touted as the first Jewish state since its official inception in 1949, the evidence detailed herein confirms beyond a shadow of a doubt that the central European country of Switzerland was, in fact, the first Jewish state. Hmm. It's consequently likely that I, David Chase Taylor, will be targeted for assassination, kidnapping, and arrest for alleged anti-Semitism or other crimes this December of 2016. Jack, see if this guy's still alive. I, uh, you guys want to take a bet uh, before he comes back with the information on whether he's still alive or not? He's, he's alive. alive. He's alive. He's alive? He's alive. Yeah, he's alive. I don't think it's going to be much of a bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if he was? What if he was Hillaryed like the uh, the guy that broke the uh, story of Lynch and uh, Clinton on the tarmac? 
I, I think he'll be okay. 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 Jack, thank you for putting up that picture of a wider shot of the bank, the Switzerland bank. If you guys yeah, take a look at that, that's, yeah. that mm-hmm. is pretty, that, that is, wow. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's some pretty old world. That's pretty, it's pretty straightforward there. Look at the, uh, look, uh, are they doing some brutalist bullshit on the side? Oh, like, over on the or left? Is that, or is and that that's just renovation? On the right hand side, that's renovation. Like. Now, on the right hand okay, side, that's, yeah. plastic, that's plastic wrap over new construction. And all right. On the left is probably, no, it's all fine. Yeah, they're renovating on the right hand side there. Wow, see how there are people in the shot and they're not blurry? Weird. Or they're Amazing. there. They're just there. They must have used a quick shutter speed. Yeah. They yeah. added them later. Right. So okay. I wonder I wonder who the two people sitting on thrones to either side is, you know? That's odd. Hmm. Really odd detail there. Oosh, I'll have to look into that later. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing about his death, Jack says. Okay, so he's alive. And they're still posting stuff on yeah. the website. Okay. As all, right. Of- all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Let's, let's read these, these ten, 10 reasons. Number one, the Jewish symbology of Switzerland. They notice the notion that Switzerland was the first Jewish state is corroborated by the fact that the country of Switzerland is rife with Jewish symbology. Firstly, the flag of Switzerland contains four uptax symbols, otherwise known as the Hebrew letter entitled U plus FB29? I don't know what that means. In order to hide this secret association, Jewish tradition was altered in the 19th century to write the plus symbol as the inverted T symbol of the cross. Coincidentally, the flag of Switzerland, four uptack symbols are found within the seal of the Society of Jesus. That would be the Jesuits, which is mainly composed of Jews. Secondly, the Latin name of Switzerland as its country code is CH, which is constantly speaking the same as Chai, a sacred Jewish symbol meaning life or life force. In the medieval Kabbalah, Chai is the lowest emanation of God, i.e. Greenland of Denmark. That's what God is. That is because Switzerland's primary role is to keep the Greco-Roman Empire safe, which is exactly why it's home to CIA headquarters. The acronym CH, i.e. Confederatio Helvetica, numerically equates to the number 38, which is the addition of 19 plus 19, or S plus S, which is consonantly speaking the name as same as Swiss, S plus S, the original name of Switzerland. Lastly, because Switzerland was the first Jewish state, scores of the Swiss cities feature the Star of David on their respective coat of arms, e.g. Eich, Binningen, Bursfelden, Brig, Glis, Erlach, Glarus, Glarus Nord, Hutville, Mayenfeld, Mayen, Montreux, uh, Ostermundingen. I was doing good up to that one. Uh, Rheinfelden, Salmon, Spreizenbach, Volk just while, uh, Vettingen, Zolikon, etc., etc., etc. They all have the Star of David in their city's coat of arms. Interesting. What do you guys make of that? Do. What do you make of that? I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah. Not surprising at all. I mean, the Knights Templar and the Order of St. John, um, once they were kicked out of France and most other European nations, they made it here and they made it to Portugal. Both became very, very heavily Jewish occultic areas um, under the Catholic Church. And not far away is the uh, French region. Was it Languedoc? However you say it. I don't know. I don't, I don't speak French. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, a, whoa, Mr. Pronunciation Guy. I don't remember. I'm tired. <laughs> That's my excuse. 
Uh-huh. But no, it was the Jewish and occult center of medieval France. So huh. all in this area. Weird. All this Isn't that weird? Densely hey, packed. Hey, Reinhardt. Reinhardt. I have a, I have a bad feeling we're not going to get to topic number 2 tonight. Why is that? We're not even halfway done with topic number one, especially considering we just realized that Switzerland is the first Jewish state, and we're coming up on the end of the first hour. Screw it, Eternal Swiss. Fuck it. It's the Eternal Swiss, guys. We're doing the Eternal Swiss. Um, This week, we have another uh, banger from Godflesh. Dogbite, you want to tell us about it? Uh, yeah, it's a song called Flowers, and it's a demix of this song, Don't Bring Me Flowers. And uh, that's just the mood I'm in today. All right. Okay. So don't send dogbot no, flowers. Yeah. No, no, it's just flowers. I know it's called flowers, but don't send dogbot flowers. All right, we'll be back.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Reinhardt, Dogbot, and Jack. We're still high up in the mountains of Switzerland, looking down on the rest of Europe from the headquarters of the CIA, apparently. Um, damn. The Jewish headquarters of the CIA. <laughs> Jeez, man. I love it. Yeah, no, Johnny, it's not yet. Yeah, remember when we first mentioned Switzerland? The first time we did that, and like the amount of, oh, yeah, it's the eternal Swiss. You know, yeah, the long nosed Swiss. Oh, yeah, ha ha ha. You know, the people mocking the concept that Switzerland could be headquarters to any sort of Jewish anything, let alone the entire state of global Jewry. Good Lord. All right. Isn't it funny how that just works out? Another it, another friggin' coin in the paranormies jar. Right. We don't. We're not wrong, like ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. And the, and the few times that we are wrong, we at least admit it. Yeah, and if you want to hear it again, just wait a couple of months, and somebody else will be rehashing our takes again. Somebody else will be jumping lines. Yeah, jumping lines, changing takes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Speaking of which, Johnny, yeah, we're going to have to caution aid. (laughs) (sighs) God. I didn't want to. I mean, I didn't want to have to. I don't want, no, I don't think we have to. But again, kind of like, kind of like the entirety of Nick Fuentes, Nick Despick's sister is a coal burning lesbian stems from extrapolation from one single photograph. That's amazing. Right. Isn't it though? That's amazing that one photograph could draw, you could draw that much information about a single human being from one photograph. I mean, dude, you can't just look at the Mona Lisa and tell literally everything about him. Damn, Ooh. I see what you did there. Mm. Anyway, yes, uh, Sinead was like dismissed in the, in the 2015-ish because she allegedly was in the room with a black person for more than five minutes. You know, and so therefore she's a coal burner. But she was the, the whole the renegade. I mean, all, aside from all the weird shit that went on, they got mocked for being flat earthers and Sinead in her crystal trees. Whomst member? And now I've spent the entire day in a rabbit hole. Yes, we spent, (laughs) yes, an entire day looking at fucking crystal trees. I'm sitting here just furiously typing in a Google Doc Mm -hmm. all day long. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. Well, the connection, I mean, you know, and again, we did, we did use other people's research while we were, because that's most people, you know, I don't understand. It's how people can bitch about you used my research, you used my research. How much research is there to share on this stuff? Really? If you're doing research on the world's fairs and I'm doing research on the world's fairs, chances are we're going to be using the same pool of references, the same pictures, everything else. And if one person takes pictures from, you know, a book or a video that another person used in their content, it's not copyright infringement. You don't have copyright on pictures from a hundred years ago, nor do you have copyright on something you may have said in a video. Right. You just don't. Well, we, we do horse and buggy people. Trans transversions. Yes. What else? DV, there's one more. Transversions. I said that already. Faking you just gay. Want to say it again. Faking gay. 
and horse and buggy people for sure. Horse and buggy people for sure. Actually, you know what's funny? I uh, I pulled up a couple of Reddit links that were just uh, tangentially related to a search I was doing last week, and I kept seeing fake and gay pop up in recent stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Like, ha, I know where you got that from. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't, I mean, in in this sort of field, in, in, the, in the realm of the research that we do and other people like us do, a lot of this research is overlapping. And, you know, just because somebody put out a better version of what you did doesn't give you the right to be, you know, to cry about it and try to get them copyright strick, stricken. Excuse me. Yes, which apparently uh, has been done to not just the creator of the video that has been posted now a hundred times in the past two weeks in our chat, but also John Levi has been a victim of that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I don't want to get into. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like it. to. I would like to specifically know which John Levi Levi video was. Uh, you know, copyright infringement. Yeah, flag yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, I, do, I, I that I, mean, I would like to know. It, think, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff that he uses is either submitted to him by uh, people who subscribe to his channel, right? Commenters you know, and such, uh, yeah, yeah, com in the, from the comment section or from his own footage, like his own drone footage, right? And from public domain places like uh, Gallica, the French library that is ac accessible to everyone. We can view high res right. pictures and maps and things. He also he also he also says when he's been inspired by watching another video, he'll mention that and then he'll link it in the description of of the video you just watched. Right. So he'll say like, yeah, I was watching these guys who explore urban ruins and I watched their channel a lot. And he'll say the name of the channel and then he'll show still shots from that what what he watched right and then he'll expand on it but if you if you wanted to watch the complete thing yourself you can go to the information on his on his videos and it'll be there right it's yeah, yeah so I, I just don't see levi being a plagiar a plagiarizing person or, or just you know stealing content at all i, I don't see he just doesn't yeah. do that no i don't see any of those people look and like i said there's so much overlap in what this community of researchers does that None of it is exclusive to anyone, really. Right. I mean, especially considering that, like, we're exposing, we're trying to expose the true history of us, you know, of what happened to us, how we got where we're at, you know, we're, we're, how, what on earth happened, <laughs> to, to use OR's uh, video series name. It's like saying that, um, you know, you can't put up a video about no planes because I put up a video about 9-11 with no planes. I'm the 9-11 no planes guy. You know, And ultimately, if you're really getting mad about that kind of stuff and you're trying to get your clout coins, what are you really concerned about? Right. If you're absolutely, if you're right about, if, you, if you're right, if you're getting upset about somebody stealing your thunder for, you know, dropping the latest bit of knowledge about the mud flood or, um, you know, whatever, um, Tartaria or ancient Egypt or aliens or whatever. If you're getting mad because somebody else beat, you know, content cucked you, you know how many times we got content cucked? All the freaking time. Right. Well, we don't care. That's why we do two shows a week now. That That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but seriously though, like to get mad about it is, is not what this whole community is about. This community is about sharing information, um, making sure all the information is correct, making sure, I mean, like as long as it's true, I don't care how it gets out there. Right. And just in general, don't be an ass. I mean, like Dogbot was talking about John Levi. If he uses stuff from another video, he'll post the link, you know, he'll talk about it or whatever. Um, just be respectful. If you were inspired by an, another person's research, yeah, give him a shout out real quick or something. We but do it all the time. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> we do it all the time. Right. We shill John Levi's stuff all the time. We shill, uh, what is it? Mud Fossil University and uh, Wood Nichols. And uh, now my new favorite is Old Scary World. I like that channel. It's because it's all San Francisco. And I'm like, I was oh, going to say, I agree with you, though. It needs to get off all San Francisco, though. <laughs> That's his thing. He's from California. That's his thing. He, you know, yeah, okay. That's fair. If he's from there, then fine. Yeah, he's not from San Francisco, but he's from California. I think he's from the Bay Area bay area in general but um he's definitely you know that's his that's his area of interest and that's fine he he did that one of the uh the colma mausoleum and it's so creepy but 40 percent of the i forgot what they're called where you where you put the urn after they're cremated like where they store the urn i know the mausoleums where they put like the it's like a tomb right i don't know what the thing is where they hold the urns but they're little drawers. It looks like when you go to the post office, right? And it's a bunch of post office boxes, but they're spots for urns. 30 to 40% of those little doors had little Freemasonic compass and square in the G. Interesting. And none of the birth dates were before 1850. Not one. In the entire set of buildings. And you know, Colma. Colma is basically an entire city it's a town of cemeteries. Colma, so California. What's that? So it's an Acropolis. Yes, it is an Acropolis. I mean, there's some stuff there. There's a couple of gas stations, and I'm sure there's a church or two. And I think there's a casino. I think Artichoke Joe's or one of the casinos is there. I used to go there and play cards all the time. But yeah, it's surrounded by, by um, what do you call it? By, by uh, headstones everywhere. It's, it's graveyards and freaking cemeteries and mausoleums. And you have right there... In um, San Bruno, California, right right below Colma, you have the big military um, cemetery there. So it's like right. a gajillion people buried there. But in Colma, in that particular, uh, in the oldest cemetery in Colma, you have nobody born before 1850 on any headstone or um, plaque. Kind of interesting, you know? You know, we were just talking about that in chat yesterday, actually. Um, that would have been Thursday by the time this comes out. Um, uh, talking about genealogies and people who use Ancestry. I've used Ancestry and done my family tree back pretty far, or so I thought, because we were talking about gravestones, death dates, birth records, you know, Catholic Church sure, records. Sure, sure. Um, you know, and if hidden history and the resets and everything are legitimate, then, you know, what's what's the story there? If I have family tree that shows that I've got you know, ancestors dating all the way back to 1300s Germany, but then we have resets, you know, what, where does all that fit in? Um, so it's interesting you mentioned that none of those birth dates or death dates was before 1850. No, birth dates. No, the birth dates. Birth dates. Yes. Okay, so all like of the death dates could have been. After. Some of them were ni- like you know, it was like 1914, 1922, 1934, 1905. 
1899, yeah. but no birth dates before 1850. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah, that'll definitely be something we should talk about in the future because that, I mean, that is a, a conundrum. I don't have an answer for it. I've got right. theories. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have, well, we have plenty of theories brewing now, boy. I don't know what I did, but I turned on the theory juice this week. Dude, you got me thinking, and then <laughs> I've got this stuff going. Uh, oh. All right. So much we can't give away just yet. <laughs> Back to the Alps. Right? Back to the yes. Swiss. So Switzerland is this the home to the CIA headquarters. We've kind of already deduced that, right? Uh, the notion that Switzerland was a first Jewish state is corroborated by the fact it is home to the one and only CIA. As originally depicted in the March 31st, 2015, truther.org report entitled 10 Reasons Why... Oh, it was the first one we read. Evidence now confirms Switzerland is in fact harboring the CIA exactly where CIA headquarters was located within Switzerland remained a mystery until September 17th, 2015, when it was revealed that CERN is a secret entrance to CIA headquarters beneath, beneath Lake Geneva. This is why the thorny-like cross found in the logo of the CIA is reflected in, oh, this makes sense, A, the seal of Geneva, Switzerland, B, the seal of the Society of Jesus, who the Jesuits evidently run the CIA, which the Jesuits, the Mormons, the Mormons recruit heavily, they recruit heavily out of the Mormons, like, uh, what's his name there, McMuffin? Yeah, um, Evan McMuffin, who uh, just married uh, some woman with a bunch of kids. God. So he, he found a beard. Yes, oh, he's Sounds definitely right. gay. Yeah. All right, so the seal of Geneva, Switzerland, the seal of the Jesuits, and the thorny like ring shape of the Lord Shiva statue at CERN, entrance to CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva, because Switzerland and the, her CIA's job is to sift or sieve, i.e. Shiva, out potential threats to the Greco-Roman Empire in Greenland. She is worshipped above all. Oh, that's the other thing that they said, that Greenland is actually something to do with this. We're going to have to... Johnny, look real quick Greenland. side note. Yeah. Did did you have any friends of yours that voted for that Evan McMuffin motherfucker in 2016? Like, do you remember how that was a thing? I do remember how it was a thing. I don't believe anybody I know voted for him. I think I I think I know like one guy who I was friends with on Twitter who admitted that he actually voted for Evan McMuffin, and it was it was crushing. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. I like I understand a lot of people meme voted for Trump because, you know, is a is a meme, you know. But, right. Right. Like I, I can't I can't imagine like what avenues of reason would lead you to voting for that spook. Literally, yeah. I mean, he's he was a CIA agent. You're never a, not a CIA agent. And a Mormon. And a right. Okay. Same thing. So uh, Shiva is worshipped above all, namely through the likeness of Jesus. See below. See, this is where you started getting started getting weird. But let's we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, where is it? The modernization of ISIS in Judaism. Shiva is the name for a week long mourning period after death, which is derived from the word Hebrew word Shiva, which literally means seven seven days. Consequently, the name of Shiva is intimately associated with Israel, Jews, and Judaism. Namely, A, Arutz Sheva, the name of his an Israeli media network identified with religious Zionism. B, Shiva, the name for the 22 decimal in the Jewish gematria, Misbar Gadol. C, Shiva, 
Hebrew Nikud vowel sign written as two vertical dots underneath the letter. D, Yeshiva, a Jewish institution that focuses on the study of traditional religious texts such as the Talmud. Yeshua Univer- Yeshiva University, private university with four campuses in New York City. And F, Yeshiva co a website which is part of the institutions of yeshivat bel bit l lastly the notion that the cia is jewish in origin was foreshadowed by the television series entitled homeland which features the jewish character saul berenson as the director of the cia since art imitates life real life directors of the cia have also been of jewish ethnicity namely john dutch who served from may 1995 till december 1996 uh Okay. I mean, also... I mean, CIA is definitely Jewish. Oh, yeah. Well, the theory is that the Bushes are somehow secretly Jews, too. So that would make sense that George Bush being the head of the CIA at one point. What yeah. what what part of this article is that from? I'm sorry to ask. It, like, uh, it's, it's number, number two. two. It was number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Number three, Switzerland is home to the Society of Jesus, also known as the Jesuits. Hmm. City of Geneva, Switzerland is home to the Society of Jesus, a strictly male order of the Roman Catholic Church whose members are called Jesuits. The Jesuits are engaged in what they call evangelization in 112 nations on six continents, boasting Jesuit colleges and universities in over 100 nations around the world. In Eugene Sue's best-selling book entitled La Juf Errant, or The Wandering Jew, in English, she states that the Jesuits are a secret society bent on world domination by all available means. Considering that Jesus Christ was of Jewish ethnicity, it stands to reason that the Society of Jesus is also Jewish. I mean, they got that right. Part The second part. Although the Society of Jesus was purportedly founded on the General Curia of Rome, Italy, via a papal bull from Pope John Paul III, on September 27, 1540, the seal of the Jesuits is found on the original flag and seal of Geneva, Switzerland. And there it is. Uh, The thorny-like seal of the Jesuits is also reflected in the sacred heart symbol, which represents the most widely practiced and well-known Roman Catholic devotions, taking Jesus Christ's Physical heart as a representation of his divine love for humanity. Man, this is like, it makes sense, you know, but it is kind of like Charlie Day, Pepe Sylvia-esque. Well, this part is not something I have an issue with because I, especially recently, have been very outspoken against symbols and symbolism in Christianity, uh, specifically in Catholic, uh, Catholic circles, because it's pretty much all taken from the occult. Um, even even the cross is not supposed to be a symbol of God. God doesn't need a freaking symbol. Uh, the right. occult does. Right. Well, that's you know again you know go back to uh, Bill Hicks. I mean, his jokes was if Jesus comes back, do you think he's going to want to see a bunch of people wearing crosses? You know, remind him of that right. shit. Like be like if Kennedy came back, you know, do you think he'd want to see a bunch of people wearing like you know rifles on around on a necklace around their neck? Exactly. It wasn't funny when he told it. That, but yeah, that when it, funny. It, it wasn't funny when he told it either. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That, that, I mean, sorry, I, I'm just not with y'all on that one right there. Like, I, I mean, the the symbol of the cross is. I mean, it's important to have symbols, you know, to represent your beliefs sometimes. 
you know, it doesn't like not like not every symbol is completely owned by dark evil people. No, but if you all right, that's that's a topic for a whole other discussion. But uh, yeah, I anyway, have more sympathy towards the cross as a symbol than any of the others, like the sure. flaming heart and right. the rays of sunlight. Right, the rays of sunlight, the the uh, the the waning moon, and all that kind of stuff. All yeah, right. which are all clearly taken from gods like Apollo or, mm-hmm. or you know ancient Near Eastern pantheons. Okay, back or, to back to the Jew suits or yes, the Jesuits. The Jew suits. Well, uh, the term Jesuit was likely derived from the terms Jew suits, similar to playing cards. Different suits serve different purposes as each suit or respective order is compartmentalized, not knowing what the other is doing and for what purpose. In short, it appears that the Jesuits are the military order of the Roman Empire who routinely carry out assassinations, conduct espionage, stage terror attacks, and trigger wars. Wow! Just like the CIA. According to the book entitled Vatican Assassins by Eric John Phelps, the man responsible for ordering these nefarious deeds is none other than the Jesuit superior general known as the Black Pope. This notion is essentially confirmed by Wikipedia, which states... Oh boy, Wikipedia confirmation. That Superior General of Society of Jesus is official title of the leader of the Society of Jesus, the Roman Catholic Religious Order, also known as the Jesuits. He is addressed generally as the Father General. The position sometimes carries the nickname of the Black Pope. This is right in Wikipedia. So maybe this one is true. I don't know. It is imperative to note that the Black Pope is the unseen hand of the Greco-Roman Empire in Greenland, who retains command and control of the underworld via CIA headquarters in Geneva, Switzerland. The title of Black Pope is self-evident, for he is never seen, always remaining in the dark. We are going to have to figure out what the hell they're talking about about Greenland. I love how he just casually mentions that. No, well, it goes back. Hold on. Uh, this is why the Jews are God's chosen people. Okay, so there's a book entitled Greenland Theory, Apocalypse Now, Greenland is home to the one and only Greco-Roman Empire. Consequently, the Jewish people act at the behest of the Greco-Romans, which is confirmed in part by the fact that 90% of Roman holidays are Jewish holidays. Ah. Ah. Oh, greenlandtheory.com is gone. But of course, but the book's still available. Gonna have to get that. This is why the Jews are God's chosen people, because the term G-O-D, God, is an acronym for Greenland of Denmark, the official name of Greenland. In other words, the Jews are Greenland of Denmark's chosen people, for they were specifically chosen by the Greco-Romans to rule the underworld in their absence, which is apparently in Greenland. And isn't Greenland full of ice and Iceland isn't like that's the whole wasn't that the meme? I mean that's the meme, yeah. The world's like the first marketing technique. Yeah, ice, Iceland is Iceland is green and Greenland is covered in ice. Except it's not. It's, not. it's really a secret place where the Greco Rome maybe that's where the Tartarians escaped to. Hey, do you remember when Trump was uh joking about buying up Greenland? Yep. Yeah. That was funny. That was Those hilarious. Probably already own it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like so many, you know, made so many libtards like freak out for a week, right? And that kind of reminds me of when Bill Hicks said that, uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh was Jim Morrison. It had that same sort of, it had that same sort of tone, you know. They probably have one of their nice big dumbs 
under Greenland, considering it's right there next to Hyperborea. I would not doubt it. I mean, the fact that it's completely obscured on Google Maps by ice, and of course we're going, that's because it's covered in ice, Johnny. It's very cold. You can only see one portion of the very small inhabitable coastline. Hmm, right. Sounds like some other place we're meant to believe yeah. actually exists. Right. Right. Mm. Mm. All right. So Switzerland is Jesus. Swiss is ISIS. This is where I started. Well, I think walking. it is more along. I don't think it's Jesus as in like Christ. I think they're they're misappropriating it like with the ISIS or life is ISIS. And, you know, it's possible. I don't know, man. This is dude. This is the perversion of the Catholic church again. So it's, right. it's entirely plausible that I'm not doubting I, that they've taken all of this and they've, they've inverted it because they invert Jesus. Sure. Um, so I, th- I think that this all is actual inversion, but he seems to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. But is much. it, it isn't Aisu like? Doesn't that come from the Connery McDary book? That's Ayesa. Ayesa. Okay. Ayesa. But is it still the same? It's still the same Christ person in the different religions, though. Yeah, because they invert Christ. They invert uh, into the female, the goddess. Um, in a lot of scholars' opinions, the original Jesus figure was Nimrod, who became Osiris. The goddess then. Uh, was his wife Tammuz, became Inanna, became Isis, the queen of heaven, goddess, became the mother Mary. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of connections there. But again, they seem to throw it out. They skip down. All right, we'll skip ahead, skip ahead. Okay. So the main progenitor and propagator of the Jesus Isis is none other than the Roman Catholic Church, which is true, whose pope is protected by the Swiss Guard, which is why the flag of Switzerland and the flag of Vatican City boast the only square sovereign state flags in the world, making them the only two sovereign nations on earth. In other words, Switzerland and Vatican City rule the entire earth. That, I mean, makes sense. <laughs> no. Well, uh, it, they also go on to say something about the sacred heart that Jesus has shown holding uh, often depicts the cross that is the Swiss cross mm-hmm. on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is also the, yeah, the, that's the, yeah. And then the heart is, you know, Switzerland is the heart of Europe. It's the center. And they did the, they did the bit with the heart and how the valves and stuff. They, I, I don't know. I have to blow that picture up, but it's the, the axis mundi, the world's navel. Right. Or right. heart. Right. Right. So, what what, what is the symbolism of it being wrapped in thorns? Well, Jesus' thorn of crowns, a crown of thorns. Sorry, <laughs> thorn of crowns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, the notion that Switzerland is a Greco-Roman in origin is corroborated by the fact that a Greek cross adorns the flag of Switzerland. The notion that Jews are acting at the behest of the Greco-Roman Empire is corroborated by the fact that the Jews wear a yarmulke or kippah. Roman Catholic Zucchetto, which symbolizes the Roman dome found in virtually every city on earth. Although these caps tend to vary in color, the kippa and the Zucchetto are symbolic of the Greco-Roman dominion, i.e. dome, over humanity, mainly due to the horrific use and abuse of the Jewish race. Wow! Okay. Man, he went left. Yeah! Woo! (laughs) 
I was not expecting that. I'm glad I didn't read this before. He just turned this right around. Right? <laughs> he, wait a second. Oh, this is hilarious. All of this guy's articles are 10 reasons why. Such a boomer. 10 reasons why Alex Jones should be tried for treason. 10 reasons why James Comey and Hillary Clinton have already been assassinated or have already been executed. executed. Oh my God. My boomer Qtard buddy came out of work. He works nights. So I'm leaving at five and he's coming in at five. And um, we stopped and talked for a few minutes. And he's like, I, sh- I mentioned the um, Ivanka might run as Donald's running mate. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, you know, I was like, I was like, well, it's just another way to get Kushner near the White House again. And he's like, well, you know, you know, they executed him at Tierra del Nuevo or whatever. I'm like, no, no, they didn't. <laughs> well, they got him locked up there. No, they don't. I know, but wouldn't it be cool if they did? It's totally every time I talk to him about something, it's literally that scene from Tommy Boy with Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally that scene. I like. I'm like, listen, dude, we've done this five times, and every time I say no, you're like, yeah, but I mean, I mean, that's what Real Raw News said. I'm like, yeah, some weird fucking boomer on his blog. It's not a real website. It's a blog. That's like Skull was saying in his VM this morning was like the great awakening crap. There is no great awakening. It's, it's the boomer deception is what it is. And Bella shuts off the podcast. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Bella. <laughs> All right. So he mentions the, the Roman domes, Hmm. the domes, the, from on the cathedrals. Have we mentioned cathedrals yet? We haven't. We will. It's not a mispronunciation. Um, yeah, but he mentions the domes and all the Greco-Roman architecture, which, you know, we call something totally different. But, you know, here we have, again, we have the Greco-Roman empire um, being used to paint a picture of antiquity that probably isn't antique. Right. No, it's just keeping up the appearances of the official narrative. Mm-hmm. More uh-huh. repurposing, right? And revelation, right? So yeah, I mean, there's clearly a connection between Switzerland and the, and Vatican City. I mean, that's like you, you can't deny that. And the flags, all this stuff, the Swiss Guard, the fact that well, the, you have you have the White Pope in the Vatican and the Black Pope in freaking Geneva, right? All these things, like all of these things, are true. You know, it's not like we're not Pepe Sylvia any strings together here. This is all like stuff that is easily fact checkable okay back to why it's jewish well jewish immigration to switzerland via scotland Hmm. although although aristotle originally claimed that jews originally emanated from india where they were known as the kalin c slash k plus l plus n some sort of alphabetic gematria or something i don't know i think it's hebrew without the uh Oh, is it? Consonants. Is that always in the Hebrew? Okay. Or vowels. Oh, without the vowels, right. Okay, that makes sense. A term which is consonant, consonantly speaking the same as clan. Evidence now suggests Jews originally immigrated to Switzerland via the Isle of Ewe in Scotland. According to Wikipedia, the earliest date at which Jews arrived in Scotland is not known. It is possible that Jews visited Scotland at the time of the Roman Empire's conquest of southern Britain, but there are no records of this. This is likely because the history of the Jews in Scotland is secret and has therefore been erased from the history books. Makes sense. Since the term you is also alternately pronounced you, Y-E-W, as in Jew, 
There are two competing theories about the meaning of the island's name. Either it was derived from the old Irish eo, meaning yew tree, possible reference to the lineage of Jewish race which was spawned on the island, and or it was derived from the Gaelic eo, meaning echo, for the island was responsible for echoing Greco-Roman policy in the underworld. Interesting. <laughs> Echoes. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I was, I was oh, damn it. Yeah, that's great. I was just going to say, interestingly enough, the term echo has been used to describe these people many, many times, many, many places. And ew. And ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. ew. I'm liking this alternative history theory. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. So the term clan is, dis- is defined by Merriam-Webster Dictionary as A, a Celtic group, specifically in the Scottish Highlands, comprising a number of households whose heads claim descent from a common ancestor. Or B, a group of people tracing descent from a common ancestor, and C, a group united by a common interest or common characteristics. Although only conjecture, this is likely where the Scottish Rite, i.e. ancient and accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, was originally derived from. Consequently, the links between the Jesuits and the Society of Jesus, now headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland, and the Scottish Rite are unmistakable. Yes, there are definitely Jesuit and Jewish aspects to Freemasonry. Um... (laughs) Where was a I? few. Yeah, just a few. According to C. Lenning's Encyclopedia of Freemasonry, King James II of England resided at the Jesuit College of Claremont in Paris, where his followers fabricated certain degrees of Freemasonry for the purpose of carrying out their political ends. Huh. The boot-shaped island of Yew, the boot-shaped Swiss canton of Bern, as well as the boot-shaped building of the Bank for International Settlements and Basel, Switzerland, are all a tribute to the original boot of Italy, which is a tribute, no pun intended, to the boot of the Greco-Roman Empire, which has been placed on the collective throat of humanity, namely through the use of fiat currency and the practice of usury. This is likely where the term bank and banks were originally derived from gold and silver was delivered to the banks of the ILU from the Greco-Roman Empire in Greenland. Wait a second, you're telling me that, that Jordan Maxwell was wrong about where banks and money come from? The money yes. doesn't flow from the banks from the river down to the sea. The currency. All right, I'm not going to do that. Dude, this, this l- trickle down. Dude, this last part is killing me, man. Okay. Can I? Lastly, the term "I love you," possibly the most famous three words ever spoken, were evidently derived from the Isle of Vue, which sounds like "I love you" when pronounced. The term "I love you" could also mean "I leave Jew." For the Greco-Roman Empire chose to leave Jews to rule the underworld in their absence. So every time you say, I love you, you're really saying, I leave, Jew. I mean. Show title. I leave, Jew. I leave, Jew, in Switzerland. Show title. Oh, God. Okay. Let's get to some By real way, Jewish stuff that has to really do with Switzerland. Okay? Real, f- real quick, Johnny, I found the uh, PDF of that Greenland Theory book. It is not available to purchase anymore. Everything's been scrubbed, but I did find the PDF. Okay, good. Phew. Download that shit. Continue. Please download that. Okay. Switzerland held the first Zionist Congress. Hmm. Must be because it's such a neutral place, right? Well, I mean, when they take over everything, ultimately everything becomes neutral, right? Right. 
Once everything's <laughs> equal. Isn't that how it works? When everybody's yeah. equal and everybody, you know, imagine no possessions. Yeah. Some are more equal than others. Something, something. Right, 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 right. You'll right. own jack shit and so, you'll leave, Jew. <laughs> so the first Zionist Congress was held in Basel, Switzerland from August 29th, 1897 to August 31st, 1897. Since then, Switzerland has been home to 15 out of 22 Zionist Congresses. The first Zionist Congress was the inaugural Congress of the Zionist Organization, which literally Zaw. Had <laughs> government Zionist organization it later became the World Zionist Organization, the WZA, <laughs> founded in 1960. The founder and chairman of the inaugural event was Theodore Herzl, of course, who wrote in his diary on September 3rd, 1897, that were I to sum up the Basel Congress in a word which I shall guard against pronouncing publicly, it would be this At Basel, I founded the Jewish state. If I said this out loud today, I would be greeted with universal laughter in five years, perhaps, and certainly in 50 years, everyone will perceive it. Needless to say, the creation of the alleged first Jewish state in Israel in Switzerland was a colossal hoax designed in part to sell the fraudulent notion that Switzerland was not, in fact, the first Jewish state. Hmm. 50 years later, 1947, just after World War II. After the hollow hoax. Weird. Incredible. Everyone perceived it. So, yeah, exactly. So, number seven, Switzerland is home to the World Jewish Congress. The notion that Switzerland was the first Jewish state is corroborated by the fact that it is home to the one and only World Jewish Congress, which was founded in August of 1936 in Geneva, Switzerland, home to the aforementioned CIA and the Society of Jesus. And according to its mission statement, the World Jewish Congress's main purpose to act as the diplomatic arm of the Jewish people. Consequently, the WJC has special consultative status with the United Nations Economic and Social Council. Oh, what a surprise. The main arms of the organization are to create a worldwide Jewish representative body based on the concept of the unity of the Jewish people, democratically organized and able to act on matters of common concern. Exactly what the role of the WJC plays in international politics is not known, but the fact that it's never discussed publicly on radio or television suggests that it plays a vital role. You know, guys, I really think there's something up with these kikes. I'm telling you. I don't know, man. I, like, this is starting, this whole thing is starting to feel like the Stone Toss comic, except at the end, he goes, Switzerland? Right. <laughs> Right. If you listen to this show, please do it. So, I'm pretty sure he has in the past. And good old Stone Toss, Red Panels. Love that guy. What does this have to do with Switzerland? Switzerland? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number eight, Switzerland, home to Jewish intellectuals. The notion that Switzerland was the first Jewish state is also corroborated by the fact that it has long been a haven for Jewish intellectuals. In other words, Jews have always felt safe living in Switzerland. Russian Jew Chaim Weitzman stated in his diary from 1898 that if Russian Jewry was the cradle of my Zionism, the Western universities were my finishing schools. The first of these schools was Berlin with its Russian Jewish society. The second was Bern. The third, Geneva, both in Switzerland. In other words, Switzerland has played a vital role in the global propagation of Zionist ideology. Well, that makes sense. Consequently, Switzerland has been home to a plethora of notable Jews, namely Georgi Valentinovich Pekinov, 
a Marxist theoretician who founded the Social Democratic Movement in Russia before fleeing to Switzerland in 1880, where he continued trying to overthrow the Tsarist regime in Russia. Also, there's no extradition from Switzerland. B. Leon Trotsky, a Marxist revolutionary and theorist who studied law in Switzerland prior to becoming a Soviet politician and founding the and founding leader of the Red Army, who engineered the transfer of all political power to the Soviets in the October Revolution of 1917, also known as the Judeo-Bolshevik Revolution. C. Albert Einstein, noted physicist, peace activist, and plagiarist who grew up in Switzerland, received his doctorate from the Federal Polytechnic Academy in Zurich and was employed by the Swiss Patent Office. Huh. The Patent Office. Right. Yeah, that's, that's where, where he, was he a, stole his ideas. That's where yep. he... Right. So yeah, he had access to all of them. He's wait, like, well, he's like a, a little, I like a little bit of that one. Oh, I like a little bit of that well, one. Huh. A, a little, little bit. Working a, in a soup kitchen, taking some of the extra food. Right. He's a little, little bit because his, his greatest work was literally three Lots. letters and an equal sign. So I, I always thought it was funny how shit libs on different movies and TV shows would always cite the Geneva Convention when it came to anything that seemed like the good guys might be winning. Yeah. You know, uh, because the Geneva convention, you know, right. Uh, Prevent, you, prevents you, that you, from the, happening. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, uh, they're committing war crimes because the Geneva conventions rules of engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that we'll get, that might even be in this, in this, in this list. All right. So back to our uh, Albert I, Einstein, uh, D. Zeb Jabonatinsky, a reporter in the Swiss capital of Bern for the Russian press and was elected a, a Russian delegate to the 6th Zionist Congress in Basel, Switzerland in 1903, and Ruth Dreyfus, the first ever woman president of Switzerland from January 1999 to January 1st, 2000. Damn, so, she only lasted a year. Yeah. Maybe they do presidents once a year. I don't know. Um, Switzerland is home to the global banking system. That's obvious. I mean, rightly or wrongly so, uh, the, the banking system has been accused of being Jewish in nature. Due to the wealth attained by the Knights Templar, who originally founded Switzerland along with the Order of St. John, Switzerland began to develop massive economic infrastructure within Europe, creating financial techniques that became the earliest forms of banking. Although the primary mission of the order was military in nature, only 10% of its members were actual combatants. In 1150, the Templars in Switzerland began generating letters of credit for pilgrims traveling to the Holy Land. Ah, here we go. So they invented banking, which, you know, checks and, and uh, ledgers and stuff and probably debit cards. <laughs> they will slips, right? Letters of credit and letters of debit. So basically credit cards and debit cards. Um, the Templars banking grew to the point where they began to practice usury, charging interest on money lent. According to a Templar researcher, since they weren't allowed to charge interest, they charged rent instead. So it wasn't you weren't it wasn't technically usury. It was rent, Goy. Wow. All right. Uh, to Templar user in Switzerland is evident in Basel, where they are home to the Bank for International Settlements, the mother bank for all central banks. Yeah, we already done this. The world's oldest financial organization, the bank funds 60 central banks, which collectively makes up 95% of the world's GDP. Yes. That's, man, man, the CIA f does all the chaos and the BIS funds it all. That makes sense. Yes. Number 10. Here we go. 
Final one. Is there's the uh, newspaper there, which is from New York, and that is Saturday, May 16th, 1948. Zionists proclaim new state of Israel. Truman recognizes it and hopes for peace. Tel Aviv is bombed. Egypt orders invasion. Oh, no. Poor Israel. Right off the bat. All right. So the notion that Switzerland was the first Jewish state is corroborated by the fact that Switzerland, more than any other country on earth, was responsible for the state of the cre- or the creation of the state of Israel. Really, even more so than the transfer agreement. Interesting. Um, according to the Swiss government, the establishment of the state of Israel is closely linked with Switzerland. That's why, as of 2015, the Swiss community in Israel is the largest in the Asian region, totaling roughly 18,702 persons. This is also why Switzerland has represented Israel's interests in numerous countries, i.e. Hungary, 67-89, Guinea, 67-73, Ceylon, Sri Lanka, 1970 1976, Madagascar, 1973-1994, Liberia, 1973-1983, and Ghana, 1973-2002. Conversely, Switzerland has represented the interests of Iran and the Ivory Coast in Israel. Interesting. Oh, and, and just for note, it was Iran 1958 to 1987. Right. And the most upheaval that they've ever experienced as right. a modern nation. Which was being done by the CIA. Right. The overthrowing of the Shah and all the absolute chaos we introduced. Right. Right. Because, you know, Israel mm. has nothing to do with Iran. Anyway. Um, the name Israel was created using a combination of Greco-Roman gods and goddesses, namely Isis, Ra, and El, i.e. Israel. Consequently, the name of Israel contains the name of Isis, which is con- consonantly speaking the same as Swiss. We did this earlier. In order to draw attention away from Switzerland and her CIA, Israel was sh- shaped in the form of a dagger, a modern tribute to the CRA and their terrorism committed at the behest of the Greco-Roman Empire in Greenland, Here's, we're getting into some more conjecture about where the Ciaria comes from, meaning dagger. The Ciaria or the dagger men were Jews who carried out assassinations and murders with short daggers in crowded places before slipping away. They also committed attacks in villages, which they raided, plundered, and set on fire in order to create fear among those who acquiesced or collaborated with Roman rule. They also kidnapped notables for as leverage for the release of their own members, which were being held prisoner. In short, the Ciari Jews were used to commit terror attacks in order to destabilize the Roman Empire after the 13 bloodlines of Rome vacated to Greenland. Titus Flavius Josephus was the only, wrote the only account of the activities of the Ciari, stating a different type of bandits sprang up in Jerusalem, the so-called Ciari, who murdered men in broad daylight on the heart of the city, especially during the festivals. They would mingle with the crowd, carrying short daggers concealed under their clothing, which they stabbed their enemies. Then when they fell, the murderers were joined in the cries of indignation and through this plausible behavior, avoid discovery. So basically, it was like the character from Assassin's Creed. Yes. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Assassin's Creed now looks really, really Jewish after all this discussion. Assassin, and, uh, assassins and assassinations are extremely Jewish. I used, oh, yeah. to, I, I used to watch my son play that game, and I, I used to call it... Uh, Hay hiders and wall climbers, because that's all it seemed he did was hide in hay and uh, climb walls. And uh, not a lot seemed to be going on in those games. Interesting. Well, later on they got into a lot of esoteric stuff, a lot of hidden history. Um, 
like prehistory reset stuff. Uh, a lot yeah. of really cool mythology was, and everything. But now it's like, oh my god, this is fully Jewish. Yeah, there is one where uh, he's a pirate and he's uh, sailing a lot, and it, I was like, wow, this is super boring. How can you stay awake and play this game? <laughs> All right. All right, Dad. So we said earlier that uh, the CIA is headquartered underneath CERN. Here's some, here's some little factoids about that. So CERN serves as the secret entrance to the CIA headquarters, which is located in the underwater alpine canyons of Lake Geneva, a lake so deep it had to be explored by Mir-1 and Mir-2 Russian submarines, which are known for their ability to dive up to 19,685 feet or 6,000 meters. That's pretty freaking deep. Lake Geneva is the deepest lake on Earth, correct? Uh, no, that is Lake Baikal in Russia. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't remember off the top of my head how deep it is, but that one is, is even deeper. Okay. I, well, it's up there then. Consequently, CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva is only accessible via underground trains from CERN and via submarines which travel through a 170-mile subterranean tunnel which evidently begins in Genoa, Italy and ends in Lake Geneva. Although only conjecture, it appears that Sub-Biosphere 2 is modeled after CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva. This notion is based on the fact that the Sub-Biosphere 2 mimics the big European bubble chamber. Whoa, I looked at that, that acronym incorrectly. <laughs> um, which evidently serves as the central command center. I know you saw what I saw. CERN's LEP tunnel, which is 16.6 miles in length, of course. 6.6. Admittedly passes through Switzerland and France, likely en route to CIA headquarters. Coincidentally, CERN is roughly 27 kilometers from the center of Lake Geneva which is where CIA headquarters is evidently located. Therefore, it appears that CERN's LEP tunnel is political cover for the subterranean tunnel through which daily commuter trains shuttle CIA personnel from the suburbs of Geneva, Switzerland to the CIA headquarters deep beneath Lake Geneva. CIA headquarters evidently is known as the north area of one of CERN's so-called experimental sites. The north area is reportedly the largest of the experimental sites within the Prevacen site, which is allegedly the target station for non-collider experiments with the SPS accelerator. Hmm. While the north area evidently serves as cover for CIA headquarters, CERN is home to the world's largest supercomputer, which is used by the CIA to conduct 24-7 electronic espionage and surveillance, as well as control the underworld, e.g. deflate, inflate currencies, manipulate global markets, execute drone attacks, etc. There is your supercomputer that Matt is talking about. It's CERN. Telling you. Yes. I agree. And, and I've saying, agreed with this since the beginning. Yeah. What he's saying uh, earlier, uh, allegedly the target station for non-collider experiments. We know that they don't just have the collider tunnel or well, the Gothard tunnel. Yeah. Well, they the thing do I'm, so much more. Okay. Is it just me or does the collider itself look like something that, you know, the ISS, like the ISS, just like a, a bunch of wires and stuff all thrown together. Doesn't this, this it kind of looks like it's geometrically shaped, you know, properly and whatever, but it does kind of look like it's just kind of thrown together. I don't know. Like, it does kind of look like the way that they put together spaceships for sci-fi movies from the 70s and 80s. They, they like, take a bunch of pieces from a bunch of different model kits and slap them into some funny shapes and then spray paint them. Right. That's, yeah. that's what CERN looks like, right? Yeah. They like, could be, like, they could be like just covering up a bunch of sigils all over the walls. That's completely possible. All right. What? 
I said that. I said that. that just was, reminded me, like you said, dog, about things are kind of thrown together, like in the you know seventies, eighties space movies. Maybe it's right. just it's the public farce. Here, let's well, throw up. Throw well, it up is. the outside real quick. It is well, like uh, the, the inside of the the you know like the inside of this spaceship on this alien movie. We need uh, a bunch of wires and things hanging down, and we like, we need to make it look like technology is occurring here, but it doesn't really like. If anybody pauses and is like, what is the purpose of all this nonsense going back and forth? Like, no, nobody wants to take the time to actually say, is there a real function to any of this going on here? Or is this just, you know, whatever? <laughs> exactly. Uh, like I said, it looks like the ISS, which looks like it's just all thrown together. You know, if they were really in space and floating around and the stuff on the ISS would be more neatly put together to say the least. Like, there's a lot of bundles of wire that are just kind of, or coils of wire that just seem to be hanging out, you know? But yeah, none of that technology seems to be doing anything. Okay, so back to CERN and the CIA. Um, do, 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 while the North... Uh, okay, CERN is coincidentally located adjacent to Geneva, Switzerland, which was previously the home to the League of Nations. Today... Geneva is home to the highest number of international organizations in the world, including the International Red Cross and the United Nations. So therefore, it makes perfect sense that Geneva, the de facto capital of the underworld, is also home to the infamous CIA. Yeah, this is what we've been saying for the past hour and a half. <laughs> Since Geneva eventually runs the underworld at the behest of the CIA, it has been given the nickname of the global city. The notion that CERN is a secret entrance to the CIA beneath Lake Geneva is corroborated by the fact that and as of 2013, CERN had 2,513 staff members and 12,313 fellows and associates and apprentices, the majority of which are likely CIA personnel. A lot of esoteric numbers in there. Considering that approximately 15,000 people commute to CERN and or CIA headquarters on a daily basis, they must do so via secret underground trains. There are no parking lots at CERN as seen in the aerial view of CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. The notion that CERN's supercomputer is being used as a weapon is foreshadowed in the, no in the novel Angels and Demons by Dan Brown, which portrays antimatter created at CERN being used as a weapon against the Vatican. In reality, however, CERN is being used as a weapon against all humanity by the Vatican. <laughs> the notion that CERN, it's always an inversion. The notice that CERN the notion that CERN is responsible for orchestrating the chaos and terror of the underworld is corroborated by a report from June 7, 2015, which stated that the impending apocalyptic man-made asteroid attack will be started by Hadron, the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Secondary report dated June 8, 2015, stated that scientists at CERN could cause a black hole and that the CERN logo is 666. 666, the sign of the beast, could theoretically bring about the end of days as foreshadowed in the book, excuse me, in the book, wait, that guy wrote this weird, in the Roman Catholic Church's book of Revelation. In short, CERN is ultimately responsible for any future apocalyptic-like event that could theoretically destroy planet Earth, e.g. an asteroid attack, biological pandemic, nuclear terror attack, World War III, etc., which is exactly what one would expect from the CIA. Interesting. Also, I posted the CERN logo in Skype. We should all know it by now, but yeah, it's yeah, 666. It's 666. It's literally 666. So going down through here. So we have um, the big European bubble chamber or the BEBC. <laughs> <laughs> you, your mic cut out there on the E. <laughs> no, it didn't. Stop it. 
Um, it's a stainless steel chamber which was allegedly used to study particle physics at CERN. The project was reportedly launched back in 1966 by France and Germany and was used at CERN from 73 to 84. In reality, it's far more likely that the, this was a prototype from the subterranean CIA headquarters, now located deep beneath Lake Geneva. Coincidentally, during the 60s when CERN was under construction, pollution at Lake Geneva made it too dangerous to swim and visibility beneath the lake was near zero. Said pollution was likely... Really? Yeah. Said pollution was likely a result of the massive construction taking place deep beneath the surface, literally muddying the waters of Lake Geneva. As evidence in the photos, windows within the chamber allow for both artificial and natural light penetration, while larger and deeper circular entrances may serve as tunnels to external pods or submarine ports. So this was like an underwater, like, dome setup. It's, it's literally an underwater living space. Right. Prototype. Oh. Now we have the Gargamel bubble chamber. Gargamel, huh? What, what, is, what is the significance of Gargamel? Smurfs. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's the esoteric connotation with the Smurfs? Well, uh, I had Jew. a Gargamel's friend's dad who would, not let his, who would not let my friend watch Smurfs because they were created with witchcraft. That's fair. Okay. Little people, corruptions. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, and they, and they had one harlot. Uh, yes. The horror Babylon Smurfette no, that lived in the Not wrong. That is true. Not wrong at I, all, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was absurd at the time. Well, yeah, you were a kid. Of course you it, did. I'm like, wow, his dad was pretty based. What the fuck? I also wouldn't let him watch Star Wars because it promoted Buddhism. Also not wrong. Yeah, also not wrong. At the time, we were like, whatever, you know, like Rude. spaceships and laser swords and shit, man. Yeah, come on, yeah. dad. I mean, Smurfs, we were like, whatever, you know, like... But not we, Star Wars, like, dude, we, no, we not Star Wars. We didn't give a shit about Smurfs, but... Right. Okay, yeah. so, the Gargamel is a bubble chamber that was built in France and was allegedly used to study particle physics at CERN from 1970 to 1978. In reality, it was probably a prototype for the first ever subterranean chamber which housed the CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva. Due to advances in technology, Gargamel was likely scrapped and replaced by the aforementioned B-E-B-C. The name of the subterranean chamber was reportedly derived from the giantess Gargamel, gargantuous mother in the works of Francois Rabelais. With a diameter of just two meters and only 4.8 meters in length, Gargamel is obviously undeserving of her title, unless, of course, she was a prototype for a massive subterranean bubble chamber, which previously housed CIA headquarters deep beneath Lake Geneva. Interesting. The Aquarius Reef Base. When comparing the aforementioned big European bubble changer, chamber and the Gargamel with the Aquarius Reef Base, the only admitted undersea laboratory in the world, the similarities are undeniably striking. Aside from having the same general cylinder-like shape, the Aquarius Reef Base contains the same submarine-like windows, same tube-like piping, and same metallic rivets, rivets ribbit, and the same scaffolding on the top. Hmm. Here we go. Sub-Biosphere 2. Almost identical in shape. Or excuse me, the CIA headquarters is almost identical in shape to Sub-Biosphere 2, a futuristic subterranean project allegedly designed by Phil Pauly. However, the CIA headquarters only has six external pods attached to the Central Command Center, whose prototype was the BEBC. CERN prototype for these six pods appears to be the RF cavity from the large electron-positron collider, which is now on display at the microcosm exhibit at CERN. 
Interestingly, the globe of science and innovation, whose purpose is to misinform research visitors about research at CERN, is coincidentally shaped shaped in the exact same form as the sub-biosphere 2 pod, as well as the aforementioned RF cavity, further corroborating the notion that sub-biosphere 2 project is a political cover for the CIA headquarters hidden deep beneath Lake Geneva. So now we get to Lake Geneva itself. It is located northeast of CERN in Geneva, Switzerland. It's the largest body of water in Switzerland. It's much larger than all the other lakes found within the valleys of the Alps. The lake has an alleged depth of 1,016 feet, and there are a total of 537 mountains, which have an exciting... Hold on a second. Why am I reading that part of it? Ah. So the Alpine lakes are the inverse of the Alps, which surround them. It's highly likely that Lake Geneva is far deeper than alleged. And later on this season, we're going to get into how that ended up that way. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I wanted to use his voice. It's a giant excavation. We'll do Don't that when we get to that episode. <laughs> Don't give it away. This notion is corroborated by the fact that a non-alpine lake such as Lake Zurich is 143 meters high, roughly half the alleged depth of Lake Geneva. You sound like Ghost from Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Right. How did they all become perfect hexagons? Hexagons. <laughs> because it's going to make me burst a vein. The deepest part of Lake now. Geneva is reportedly between Evian-les-Bains and Lausanne, which is co- coincidentally where there is a straight borderline between France and Switzerland, interestingly enough. Consequently, CIA headquarters is most likely located at this longitude and latitude. I'm not going to read it off. Half in France, half in Switzerland. Aside from the mathematical and symbolic symbolic aspects of this layout, a split CIA headquarters allows for Switzerland to attack France or France to attack Switzerland should the Roman Empire and Greenland ever feel it warranted. That's just silly. Consequently, there is always a balance in power in respect to the CIA headquarters, which is responsible for ruling the underworld. Now, that makes sense. Okay. Then you have the Mir's exploration of Lake Geneva, uh, which is like an official narrative of, you know, what went on underneath there. Um, we don't believe anything the Russians say. I'm not going to even read that. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason why they use Mir is because it was one of the only uh, one of the only submarines that could go below 3,000 meters. That's right. So about 9,000 feet, over 9,000 feet. Right. So... Yeah, uh, the Auguste Picard reportedly made 1,100 dives in Lake Geneva, taking approximately 33,000 visitors to approximately a depth of 150 meters. Um, yeah, nobody's ever really seen the bottom, according to these tourists. Even though these things can travel all the way down that far. Right, they just don't. Right, So because apparently the pressure will kill you. <laughs> So James Cameron hasn't even been down there? No, James Cameron likes to dive the Marianas Trench because, you know, that's the deepest of deep, supposedly. I mean, maybe maybe Lake Geneva is even deeper. Maybe the, maybe that's where the bottomless pit is. Maybe that's, you know. He also made that one movie where this, like, these giant trees get knocked down. Stop. You're, stop, stop. Skipping ahead. God. Damn it. Everybody wants to skip to the last chapter. All right, number seven. This one will be interesting. 
the secret tunnels to the CIA headquarters. Because CERN doubles as the entrance to CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva, there are a number of secret tunnels which enable CIA personnel with the right identification, e.g. an RFID chip, entrance into the subterranean compound. This may have been where the marriage between the RFID chip and the, quote, mark of the beast was made as the number 666 depicted within the logo CERN. Consequently, it's highly likely that there are six entrances and six exits to CIA headquarters, as well as six external chambers reminiscent of the sub-Biosphere 2 project. This notion is corroborated that there are admittedly six entrances to CERN, one of which, one or more of which may access CIA headquarters. One of these six entrances leads to the aforementioned LEP tunnel, which is 26.659 kilometers or 16.6 miles in length. Coincidentally, CERN is roughly 27 kilometers from the center of Lake Geneva. Therefore, it appears that the LEP tunnel is cover for daily commuter trains, which... Okay, we've done this already. I, I, I hate to bring up another video game reference, but what about that video game Bioshock? This kind of... Is that some kind of, like, revelation of the method here? Um, possibly. It's... I mean, because Bioshock was a, like, Marxist-type artist utopia, basically, uh, underwater, and that is very reminiscent of these biospheres that they're talking about. Um, the technology looks very similar. Yeah, they had that kind of like a... Yeah, I was about to say, it had kind of like an Art Deco thing going on, and Mm -hmm. everything had like this sort of like vaudevillian uh, sort of uh, charm to it. Yeah, it was very... It was very uh, Atlas Shrugged meets Marxist theology meets brutalist and capitalist architecture kind of all melded into this society. And wouldn't you know it, after a few years, it all went to hell. Hmm. Um given their use of some demonic drug. So I think it, it could have been. I mean, who it's knows possible. what's Although video games, video games recently have been quite a bit of revelation of the method. Uh, guys, yeah. we have, we're only on point seven. And there's 17 points. And we're, <clears throat> we're, we're getting close to the end. Let's just skip ahead. Let's, let's go fast. All right, the Geneva Tunnel. Yes, obviously the Geneva Tunnel connects all this stuff. Uh, the Gothard Base Tunnel connects all this stuff. Um, CERN, the home of the World Wide Web. Okay, World Wide Web began as a CERN project named Inquire, which was allegedly initiated by Tim Berners-Lee and Robert Caillou. I hate Caillou, by the way. Um, don't ever let your kids watch Caillou. That's where the kids learns where your child learns to whine. All right. Um, so you have CERN, home of the World Wide Web. CERN, home of the Large Hadron Collider supercomputer, and CERN home of the worldwide LHC computing grid. Now, this picture right here, real quick, that looks like nonsense. It absolutely looks like nonsense. We will post that some looks like, That looks like some absolute nonsense. Yes. We're going to have to put that in the chat. Yeah, like, we'll put these I pictures. I am finding we'll put it these very difficult to okay. believe that something of functionality is actually going on here. So, I don't, the deal with the worldwide computing grid, um, basically... It is, where's the beginning of the sentence? So compar- considering that virtually all computers run on one of the aforementioned programs, which are Mac, Windows, Linux, or scientific Linux, right? Um, this program, this, the system uses a bionic platform, which enables real-time access to every computer running any operating system. They are, in essence, an extension of the World Wide Web and the worldwide LHC computing grid, is also intimately linked to the European Bioinformation 
Institute, the GSI Heimholtz Center for Heavy Ion Research, the Open Science Grid, as well as CERN Open Lab, a collaboration between CERN and private corporations, which are developing new information and communication technologies to spy and control the underworld. CERN Open Lab corporations include, but are not limited to, Brocade, Cisco, Hawaii, IDT, Intel, Oracle, Rackspace, Seagate, Siemens, and Yandex. Jesus. All right. Nothing wrong there. Nope. We have the LHC Optical Private Network, which is now a tier zero of the worldwide LHC computing grid, which is um, higher level than that. So it has like basically uh, access to all tier one academic state institutions in Asia, Europe, and North America via a dedicated 10 gigabit link. Translation, orders sent out via CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva to 11 CIA substations around the world, one of which is located in Langley. More than 150 Tier 2 institutions are subsequently connected to the Tier 1 institutions, creating a network of CIA substations that double as research education network centers, also known as colleges. So you have CERN's... Let's skip to the good stuff. CERN's numerology and symbology you have... Uh, Lake Geneva is more clear and concise understanding of these organisms. Nah. Roman English Alpha. I'm just trying to get this done quickly because we're over two hours right now. How about that's, that? It's yeah. all right. I'm sure people are. Man. I'm sure people are loving this shit. No, this is this is crazy, oh, yeah. dude. This is like this is absolute crazy shit. Okay, so using the modern Roman English alphabet, the term CERN is consonantly speaking the same as crown. The letter W is often benign for it represents the true seat of power in the underworld. When rep- in employing the Roman score, i.e. the Roman alphabet, the term CERN, consonantly speaking, equates to CRX, which translates to crux, the Latin word for cross. Coincidentally, the flag of Switzerland and the logo of the CIA both bear a Roman cross, Ooh. which equates to the letter D, an acronym for die and death. The logo of CERN c- contains the number 666, which is indicative of the beast and the number of man, a biblical euphemism for the devil or the Antichrist. When employing the rudimentary symbols of algebra used in Jewish gematria, the absolute value of 666 equates to 18, which digital root is 9 in the Roman English alphabet. The 18th letter is R, when on the Roman score, the ninth symbol is t- R. Okay. The original letter R. Since the letter R and the symbol R are both acronyms for Rome, it can be deduced that the number 666 equates to the Roman Empire. Because the Roman Empire is now located in Greenland, it runs the underworld via Switzerland. Since CIA headquarters is located at CERN, its logo naturally contains the number 666, also representative of the six entrances, six exits, and six chambers. Notion is that the logo at the top of the CIA, which depicts a star or a ball with numerous spikes and also a dome. Indicative of the numerous tunnels which connect CIA headquarters beneath Lake Geneva in the original coat of arms of Geneva, a Jesuit symbol adorns the shield consisting of the letters I-H-E as depicted in the book of Greenland Theory Apocalypse. Now, the Jesuits are the largest religious order in the Catholic Church who are known as God's Marines. Huh. Never heard that before, but okay. Me neither. Interestingly, interestingly, the Jesuits take their orders from the Black Pope, which appears to be the voice of the Roman Empire in Greenland. Consequently, it's highly likely that a majority of personnel working at the CIA are, and CERN are Jesuits. Now, the CIA's numerology and symbology. Since the letter A doubles as a chevron symbol, 
The acronym CIA equates to CI Chevron, which can be depicted nine different ways. CIC, CIK, KIC, KIK, CI Chevron. KIKE. Right, right. Um, so the birth double Chevron or C or K are grammatical and numerical tributes to Chania Crete, the birthplace of the Greco-Roman Empire, which now rules, yes, from Switzerland. Logo of the CIA depicts a Roman eagle, which is also found within the coat of arms of Geneva, as well as the coat of arms of the canton of Geneva, both of which obtain contain a key, for they both hold the secrets of the underworld. Good Lord, this is deep. Yeah. Yeah, no, no Jews in Switzerland, though. Nothing to do with Jews or none of the controllers or none of that stuff. So you got Shiva. I mean, yep, a Death Star. Destroyer of all. Right. Then you have the Death Star appears over CERN. Um, back in March of 2015, Swiss citizens began to notice a bright new star in Switzerland's western sky. Vividly brighter than Venus, which flanked it, the apparently man-made star was approximately 100 miles above Earth in low Earth orbit. Interestingly, what? Yes. Come on. Low Earth orbit. Interestingly, the man-made star was temporarily positioned above CERN, which is located just outside of Geneva, Switzerland, the de facto capital. Okay, stop repeating yourself in this article. God damn. <laughs> Coincidentally, the geometry of CERN mimics that of the Death Star from Star Wars exactly. This is no coincidence for CIA headquarters. Beneath. Okay, it's uh, exactly what the CIA Death Star is or how it arrived above CERN is not yet known. But its appearance just so happened to coincide with the cover of the Swiss CIA being blown for the first time in history on March 31st, 2015, as depicted by their earlier as article. depicted in his own article. Yes. I referenced myself several times in this article. I proved myself by proving myself, and then I'm going to prove myself a I little mean, bit more. Dude, I'm going like, to provide you some links to my proof. But a lot myself, of this stuff... By myself. Yeah, but a lot of the reports, like you can look at the NASA reports, the CIA reports, and all that other stuff. They, I just, I just want to know how they got a Death Star to hang a hundred, what, say, approximately a hundred miles above Switzerland. Yeah, well, nobody uh, knows how large the firmament is, how high up. So balloons. Yeah, probably a balloon of some kind. Yes. So they called it. Jupiter and Venus forming a super bright star of Bethlehem. That's what they called it. Well, that was NASA's that report, sense. though. Okay, there was a few problems with NASA's bogus report, he says here. Uh, where's the first I problem? mean, got, you know, first of all, it's a NASA report. Right, right. right. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's. Yeah. yeah, he said that. Okay, so the first the first problem was NASA's bogus report is that they state that the phenomenon was only relegated to June of 2015, which is completely contradictory to scores of eyewitness reports, which state that the CIA Death Star had been in the excuse me in the night sky since March of 2015. I personally witnessed the CIA Death Star in May of 2015 and monitored it almost daily until it disappeared on or around July 15th, 2015. <sighs> Hmm. So he wanted to travel to CERN to publish his report. He never did. Second problem with CIA's report is that there is currently no star as bright as that star in the sky right now. Okay. So it's obviously a man-made object. Third problem is that there's no star as large as the CIA Death Star in the night sky. 
In comparison to the CIA Death Star that is depicted in numerous photos or videos, the fourth problem is that there are no photos or videos corroborating Jupiter and Venus's alleged conjunction. So in other words, there's no evidence which depicts the gradual conjunction of the two planetary bodies. They only witnessed it at the same relative distance to others as depicted in the photos and the videos. So, well, I mean, they're not going to have a video of it because Stanley Kubrick's no. been dead since the mid-90s. <laughs> right. So right. basically, Jupiter and Venus teleported to each other yeah. and made a really bright baby for a minute. Right, right. And then just disappeared Whoa. and has never come back. Whoa. So, so here we are with all of these things. We didn't even get to, real quick, let's just run down a list of organizations that exist in Switzerland. The Court of Conciliation and Arbitration of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I, I don't, like, I thought American bureaucracies had long names. Oh, boy. Wow. Dude, this is going to take uh, a minute. This is going to take a minute. There's like four. Read that in all caps in a, now in a Bill Hicks voice. Right. The European Broadcasting Union. The European Organization for Nuclear Research. CERN. Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance. The Geneva Institute International Center for Humanitarian Demining. Or demining, excuse me. For demining. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. The Geneva Center for the Democratic Control of Armed Forces. Man, when he said the world is an ashtray, he was right. Yeah. The Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria. The Geneva Center for Security Policy. International Bureau of Education, UNESCO. Wow. Also has a flat earth map. International Committee yeah. of the Red Cross. International Electrotechnical Committee. International Civil Defense Force. International Federation of the Red Cross and Red Crescent Society. There's your cross and crescent. Nice. Of Inter International Labor Organization. International Organization for Migration. International Organization for Standardization. International Telecommunication Union. International Union for Conservation of Nature. United Nations Conference on Trade and Development, UNITAID, United Nations Office at Geneva, the World Health Organization, the World Intellectual Property Organization, intellectual property doesn't real, Goy, the World Meteorological Organization, and the World Trade Organization. The UN programs are as such. The Joint United Nations Programs on HIV and AIDS. The United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, and the United Nations Office for the, the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs. Holy shit. Literally and there are every single piece of the deception is covered. Yes. Here. And right. I, dude. I wonder how much overlap of bureaucrats there are amongst those different groups. The you know, Lutheran like, World Federation. Maybe. Yeah, you know how like a lot of like concerned troll libtard groups from uh, that would send out mass emails uh, right. in the early aughts and uh, late nineties were just really like the same ten people. Like, sure, just like, I, the, like you're, you're always arguing yeah, like, with I the just, same Jews. I just picture that. I, I just picture that there's like the same fifty people that are in all these all these different groups. They just they just have like different lanyards that hang from from like a little post in their fucking office. We're like, oh, grab this lanyard, go over there, do 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 do, do. yeah. Just let me grab my black robe real quick, stuff it in my bag. Yeah, no, man. I, I, before we take off, can I just say this CERN logo is one of the laziest, most boring logos I think I've ever seen for anything that's supposed to be as 
important as CERN is supposed to be, at least to the people that run it or are there. Like I know, I know the obvious like three sixes or whatever. It looks like a logo for like a public broadcasting channel. It it's does just fucking terrible. It does. One thing it's I just... also noticed in there too, along with the sixes, they all create a tunnel or vortex. Right. Too. Yep. They do. I don't know. It's it doesn't seem boring to me at first glance. It might, but then you you start kind of picking it apart, and there's a lot there. There's yeah. There's more than meets the eye there. Um, real quick, let me run down a couple other things that are headquartered in Switzerland. The World Nature Organization, the World Heart Federation, the World Federation of United Nations Associations, the World Economic Forum, the World, of course, that one, the World Business Council for Sustainable Development, the World Council of Churches. Wow. The World Student Christian Federation, the World Organization of the Scout Movement, Youth with the Mission, and the YMCA. The YMCA. Why is the YMCA headquartered? In the International Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Trans, and Intersex Association, the International <laughs> Commission of Jurists, the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. Can't abolish something that don't exist. <sighs> I've had enough, guys. I've had enough. It is. It is the Eternal Swiss. It is. The long-nosed Swiss. This is kind of like reading through Transgender Industrial Complex and Scott Howard lists everything out and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. It is all Jews. It's all Jews. So all of these things are all run by Jews. All of these bureaucracies, all these bureaucratic organizations are run by Jews. They're, head, they're headed up by Jews. Ever, they're staffed by Jews and Shabos Goyim, uh, but mostly Jews. And look at what's there, dude. I'm like literally fucking everything that covers every aspect of every faking gay fucking narrative that's pumped out to you by the World Wide Web, which is headquartered also, by the way, coincidentally, at CERN. So basically, they're faking space. They're faking the shape of the realm. They're faking uh, the whole trans movement, making you cut your dick off. They are, you know, releasing viruses. They are destroying countries with their humanitarian acts. Mm -hmm. They are destroying economies, controlling currency. Hmm. Completely neutral, yeah, though, boy. Right. What? Completely neutral. Yeah, totally neutral. Right. Perfect place to, to headquarter the YMCA. Right. Else. Jesus, dude. <laughs> I, I don't remember who was, who was the fucking moron in the chat that when we said something about Switzerland possibly being something to do with being Jewish. And we got, you know, laughed out of the room. Boy, once again, make that deposit. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I think it's. I, th I think. I think there's more to it than just Israel. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, heaven forbid. There's some uh, deeper nuance to anything. You don't even have to look that deep into any of this, given that list. <laughs> right. Just give it a cursory scratch. It's right there. Can you? Um... Can you possibly post that list, Johnny, that you're reading from in the chat or maybe it's, post it in the show notes or something? It's so literally, yeah, it's literally Wikipedia list of international organizations based in not just Switzerland, but Geneva. This is all just Geneva. That's all in Geneva, the center of John Calvin's theocracy and blood sacrifice. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Good Lord. All right. Well, let's get out of here, guys. I'm tired. It's late. It's the end of the week. 
I survived my first week at the, um... But you know what's funny? It looks like every other building, big building that I've built in recent history. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No Tatarian architecture being built, no horse and buggy around? No, well, we no, we have we have buggies, there's no horses. And there's no Tartarian architecture at all. Other, well, in the city nearby, there's uh, a whole lot of really cool brick buildings I want to go check out one of these days. Yeah, nothing nothing where I'm at. Nothing where I'm at. A lot of security, though. This was a tiring episode. Yeah, man. I mean, I, would, I did not expect to go down this route. I thought we were just going to, like, you know, make fun of the Eternal Swiss a little bit. And no, no. We went down fully down the rabbit hole into CERN. I think CERN actually... You know, speaking of CERN, I think that uh, Iwar might be right, or wh- whoever he stole his <laughs> content from. It's all shareable content. Cut it out. It's all of our content. All his content is for everybody. Stop it. But anyways, what he said was he thinks that the people at CERN are actually trying to release the Nephilim from the bottomless pit. I agree. I actually also agree. With everything that they're doing, they're also looking into 3D printing bodies, basically biological 3D printing. Dude, um, who knows what the fuck yeah. they're doing out there, really, to be honest with you. you know? And apparently they're, they're in possession of you know, Gilgamesh's body and artifacts relating to Nimrod. So Right. Who knows? You, know, you tell knows? me. Just, just amazing. And to think H.R. Giger came from here. I mean, I believe also, was yes. Degenerate. Good lord, H.R. Giger, yeah, all of his, he's from Bern. To think that he got arrested by Swiss police because they thought his uh, picture with the babies wearing the helmets was uh, real. That he used real babies. He's very photorealistic, his paintings. Also, he used to wear shoes made of bread. Probably made them out of Jewish skin. No, oh, there were loaves of bread. He'd hollow the mountain, walk around in loaves of bread. He's weird. weird. He's a weird heroin addict artist. So, what do you expect? All right. Enough of that, man. That's that's enough of Switzerland for me for a while. I mean, I think I think we pretty much covered all of it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to listen to Jack read us a creepy pasta. This one is called Sleep, and um, you can check us out on Telegram. Uh, by now, you know where, where all of us are at. I'm not going to make everybody do it again. Anybody got anything they want to say in closing before we get out of here? Uh, follow me on uh, the Chupacabra kennel, t.me slash Chupacabra underscore kennel for rants, memes, songs, etc., etc. That Okay. That wasn't... I just said... Never mind. Okay. Oh. I th- <laughs> no, I said we don't... I'm not going to make everybody do their thing again. I said oh. every, everybody knows where I, they can I find us now. You, yeah, it's okay. And now you know where to find Dogbot. Um, <laughs> it's in the show notes, everybody. Uh, which we will be putting the pictures of. These, dude, there's so many interesting pictures in this in in these articles. So we'll, we'll we'll I'll download those and throw those up on the website paranormies.com, where you can listen to the episodes and comment on the episodes for free. Or you can get a paywall subscription to, to the right stuff up is and you know listen to their paywall content and that way you can leave comments on their website, the right stuff up is. Or you can just go to paranormies.com and leave a comment. 
Yeah, paranormies.com is definitely the better place to leave a comment, in my opinion. All of you should have sock emails at this point, so it shouldn't yeah. be any issue to yeah, post it was, an email address. I don't want to post... Uh, post your comment on Maine. You know, like, just get after it. Post that comment yeah. on paranormies.com. What, what are you going to get? It's true. They already know everything anyway from uh, from Switzerland. So. Right. Concern. Dude, not yeah. just... Right. The uh, the Onyx uh, intercept system. <laughs> Slam. But, but... Uh, no, no. No, dog bot. No. I'm, I'm going to get a rolled up newspaper for you, I swear to God. Let the boys be boys. Yes, he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. See y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. Smurfette is the horror Babylon. They say sleep paralysis is one of the worst things you'll ever experience. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes it's not as bad as they make it out to be. I was diagnosed with sleep paralysis when I was 12. I'd ran to my parents' room, crying after not being able to move as monsters danced around my room or just sat in the corner and stared. They got concerned after probably the 15th time, so they reluctantly took me to the doctors. Ever since then, I've learned to cope with my sleep paralysis to the point where I can expect it and prepare. But tonight was different. I have demons. Three. They all come at random times on random days. They don't really seem to follow a schedule. But a new demon showed up today. He was tall, long arms, long legs, couldn't see his face, but his eyes were like glow sticks in the dark. Not too bright, but bright enough that I could see them almost immediately. He stood there for a little, maybe waiting. Then he moved. That caught me off guard. My demons haven't moved in years. Ever since I was diagnosed, they just sat and stared. But he moved, and he moved fast. Sweat broke out, dripping down my face as he appeared right beside me. He was so fast, I didn't expect it. But what I realized next was so much worse than anything that had happened so far. You see, the thing about sleep paralysis is that you can't move during an episode. That's why it's got the paralysis in it. But when he moved, so did I.